0: Episode 150 dated Saturday the 3rd of April 2010 How to Start a Podcast
1: Their names are Alex Shaw and Tony Adkins. Alex and Tony from Digital Cowboys. Together they are the Digital Cowboys. Our friends, the Digital Cowboys. Digital Cowboys. Digital Cowboys. The dynamic duo of dynamite podcasters that deliver a show of divine quality each and every week.
2: We just recorded, uh, with the Digital Cowboys. Yes. Right before this. Was
3: fun times. Two very, very swell chaps. The Digital Cowboys. Digital
1: Cowboys. The Digital Cowboys.
3: I just recently appeared on the Digital Cowboys podcast.
1: The Digital Cowboys. They're British.
2: It was fun times because they're British. Yes. Yeah. And they had the sexy accents. It's true.
4: In-depth gaming discussion. With special guests and interesting questions. That's an interesting question.
0: of two episodes the second part will be published next Friday as episode 151 This week, in celebration of our 150th episode, we are joined by Rob Borges of Gamers with Jobs and Steve Ridley of Sanctuary for Gamers, two of the biggest independent podcasts on either side of the Atlantic and we have decided to dedicate our time to explaining how we began our shows, our influences, how we record, how we edit, how we publish, and how we gather our respective communities together. We'll all doubtless have different stories to tell and different ways of doing things, and this should give you guys a nice contrast of opinion. Remember, there's no one way that's correct, it's just a matter of finding out what's best for you. Now, for the vast majority of our listeners, it should prove interesting listening, and you'll realize pretty soon just how much work goes into these things. And for a select few of you guys and girls, we hope we can help inspire and prepare you for your own shows. We're paying it forward, as it were. So, first up, hello, Rob. Hey, how's it going? And thank you, Rob. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Because, and I think we may have mentioned this a couple of times before, but round about episode 89, I emailed Rob uh, at Gamers with Jobs, just asking for some advice on how to basically get our show a little bit more high profile because at the time we had about 69 listeners and I didn't didn't necessarily need a shout out but he he gave us a listen to our our show and and gave us a shout out anyway and our numbers doubled from 70 to about 140.
4: But that That, was a big deal. That was was huge for us. (laughs) That was doubled.
0: Doubled. I was like, that Can't we get be... any higher. That was oh that was incredible God. for us. So um you basically kicked us off because without that we wouldn't have passed underneath the uh, the, the watchful listening ears of uh, Miss Edith Sellers and uh, Chris O'Regan of Super Happy Fun Time Show. Those two guys right. and girls effectively then propelled us to our next step. So I mean, basically it was a three way effort, and thanks to all of you, but specifically Rob for starting us out. Well,
3: I'm glad I was able to help in some way.
0: <laughs> and hello, Steve.
2: Hello. How's it going? I'm pretty good, thanks.
0: I, d- I don't know if you're necessarily to blame for this one, but our numbers have <laughs> been going up steadily in the past few weeks. And it could be to do with the fact that we were on Sanctuary for Gamers, sort of a little kind of like little skit that you did.
2: Yeah, the, what we call the worst show we ever had, yeah. <laughs> you're People love sure. it when I record by myself. They go, yeah, bring Chris back, bring Chris back. Never do a show by yourself again. Oh.
0: Well, it's great to have you on, and we're we're really happy to to get you on at long last. So, uh, both of you gentlemen, could you just tell us in 30 seconds, because we haven't got much time on this one, about your shows. Rob first.
3: All right. Well, uh, I'm the producer, I guess, of Gamers with Jobs' conference call, which is just basically uh, like a roundtable discussion, like most of the other podcasts out there, uh, talking about video games. We try to we try not to focus on any one uh console in particular in fact we uh all love our PC gaming as well and um and we uh yeah we we try to be a little bit more mature i guess than some of the other shows that uh we've listened to in the past and it's one of the reasons why we started it so there you go but there's always a lot of fun and laughter and jokes and uh digging at each other as much as we can. <laughs> Very true. So it's not just a boring podcast. Uh... Gamers with Jobs, not just another boring podcast. That's
0: this. <laughs> like, Steve, is yours just another boring podcast? Or is
2: Yeah, it... I, I, I just realised why well, I'm on here. I'm, I'm the Yang, <laughs> he's Ying. <laughs> God, mature? Are you mature? Not at all. Not at all. That's the one thing we're not, is mature. I, I'd like to say we're a comedy podcaster based on games, but neither of us know as much as you guys know about games. Um, one guy in Japan, one in the UK, we met on X-X Live. He wanted to do a website, I wanted to do a podcast. The come, two things come together, that's it. That's pretty much it, really. And you got a great uh, community as well at Sanctuary for Gamers? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a good community. It's soon to follow I, I You know, I still can't understand where, why everyone followed us, but, yeah, we have got a great community.
0: Okay, we are just approaching our third year here at Digital Cowboys. Wow,
2: I just want to go, <laughs> That's amazing. That really that's amazing. Nice. Not-
0: not meaning so to measure our e-penises, but, uh, yeah, Gamers of Jobs are also about that, aren't you guys,
3: or just a little bit longer? The, just, uh, I think we're around three years, if not a little bit longer, yeah. It's been a while. Uh, how many episodes <laughs> do you guys have so far? What is this one? This is 150. <laughs> oh. We're closing in on 200. That's what we're uh, like- That's more like four years. Yeah, so I guess maybe we're closing in on four years then. it I, It's so hard to remember. It's if It, it, it literally has... It's, it's a blur at this point, because it happens every week. you just kind of at something you do now. Yes,
2: very wow. much. I'm the baby of the podcast. Steve, up to eight,
3: 80. <laughs> 80. But still, okay, right.
0: 80 is still pretty damn good in podcasting terms, because, and this is very important to bear in mind, for anybody looking into actually going into the world of podcasting, there are hundreds of thousands of shows out there, and yeah. so few of them get past, what, 10? Yeah. Seriously, because people realise... Oh, my God, this is actually a lot of work. And to make it sound good
3: is even more work. Well, either that or or they they do their show and then they don't get as big a response as they thought they would. Mm. So they just decide to quit and Mm, give up the amount of diligence that's required. I mean,
0: I mean, what was it um, that's recently just just blown up in the face? It's the one with the bear with the laser eyes. They're on YouTube.
2: It's Host Migration. Host Migration.
4: Ah, yes, I know them. Host Migration.
0: Okay, it's now, they're, they're, they're... None they're, of us
2: so, know what it is. That's how good it is. They've,
0: they've, got, they've got, like, 13 episodes out, and they're one of the highest um, listened-to podcasts on the internet. I don't even know how they did that. We've probably got to get them on. Um, but I think it's something to do with them being on YouTube. Yeah,
4: but- I mean, it, one of the guys has got a machine in the channel. So, um, And he's very good at oh, Call of well, Duty. Oh, well, there you go. There yeah, you go. He's, well, he's very good at Call of Duty and all that stuff passes across
2: back onto that. So and they've got a bear with laser eyes. I mean, yeah. What yeah. <laughs> like?
4: So,
0: I mean, if you're thinking about starting a podcast and you've already got something of a following already, you'll be off yeah. to a good start straight away. If you're absolutely obscured, no one's ever heard of you, you're going to th- have to think about ways to make yourself heard of.
4: Well, okay. okay, then. Now, let's look at this. Then I mean, why each individual of us did we start a podcast?
0: Rob. Start with you as the eldest.
3: <laughs> okay. Uh, there you go, Rob. Make you feel well, low. It was, Knock you down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eh? We weren't the first podcast out there uh, as far as the Gamers with Jobs uh, website is concerned. Uh, Russ Pitts, who is now working at um, the Escapist magazine, he had started a podcast for Gamers with Jobs called Gamers with Jobs Radio. And uh, it was him and uh, one of the members. Uh, I think it was crazy Taco and then eventually mm-hmm. he left and Curtis uh, joined and it was just the two of them talking about video games every week and I just loved it and I was so jealous because uh, as a lot of people know uh, that listen to our show I'm an actor and uh, you know voice work and stuff mm. and uh, I really really wanted to be on but they basically had their format and they were going to stick to it so whatever but then he left for the escapist and we ended up with a with no podcast on the, uh, the site and people really, really loved it. So I badgered and badgered and badgered Curtis until, uh, or Sean Andridge until he let me, uh, let me try to start one up. And we decided to go with a slightly different format than just the two guys talking. And, um, the other co-founder of Gamers of Jobs, uh, Lysim Zanz, he was going to join us. And so we started with just the three of us and, and it was uh, it was all from that that the show began, and it grew and grew until now we got like five people, I think, that are regulars, not always on <laughs> at the same time. But we sort of have times when some somebody, somebody can't make it onto the show, and so we've always got somebody to replace them with. And we try to get as many guests as we can on as well, but uh, that's not always easy. So, so, yeah, that's how it grew.
4: So is it actually? Did it have have any kind of? Oh, you know, I want to be respected. I want to be kind of famous for what it what it's worth. Or you know, is it just literally? I want my voice heard. Or this just sounds like a a really good fun because, I mean, it is really important to know out when you're when you're starting a podcast why you're doing it. Not just turning up and think, oh, I just I want everyone to love me because that's not going to get you past ten episodes. once the work. (laughs) And It doesn't work work as well. Exactly, and, and that's something that we learned. So um, you know. Was was it more of the reason that you were part of Gamers of Jobs community at that point through their through their website and thought oh, you know what my voice could be heard here and a few more people I could give sign to this?
3: Yeah, well, I thought you know because the the, the Gamers The Jobs radio show uh, was so successful as far as we were concerned um, uh, that I thought well it's a shame that it, it's going to just disappear and nothing else is going to come of it so. I, you know, like I said, I had to convince Sean because he wasn't really sure whether or not it was going to pan out because Russ basically did all the work as far as, uh, putting every show together. And, um, you know, Sean's pretty cautious when it comes to starting new things, especially for his website, which is his baby. <laughs> and, and he didn't want anything that was just going to collapse after, you know, 10 or 15 episodes. So, uh, I convinced him that, you know, I did know how to audio edit and, um, and that uh, it was going to be easy to, and I'm using air quotes here, <laughs> so you can't see, to put together. Uh, I figured out sort of what it was we were going to need to do in order to 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 record the way we do, which I guess we'll get into a little bit later. And um, we did a test episode, and then we realized after the test episode exactly how much work it was going to be. But I was adamant <laughs> that I could do it, and and one of the reasons i really wanted to do it was because i wanted to be able to uh you know talk to the the guys that are on the show about the games mm-hmm. we did and i figured if we were going to do that anyways why not just record and uh have everyone listen and i thought we could uh i thought it would be a great opportunity for me to sort of uh work on my skills as an actor and one of them being you know using my voice and and being a little bit more uh fluent uh with regards to um, my conversational skills <laughs> <laughs> which which hasn't had <laughs> up quite as much as I'd like but uh but I'm getting better at it, you know. It's it takes time. And uh I've gotten actually some more work on the side uh that I do audio editing because as an actor, uh, especially uh, one who doesn't get paid very often because I don't get much work, I uh, needed some more work. So I'm trying to accumulate some more of this audio editing on the side that I can do that I get paid for, which mm. is, uh, which is you know, uh, just an- another way to make a living, I guess. So for you, maintaining is about
0: learning skills now to uh, to push you forwards and actually to, to get somewhere with this.
3: It is, but I mean, really... Uh, it's a ton of fun. Uh however much work there is involved and sometimes, you know, during the week you're sitting there going, Oh my god, I gotta edit another show, here we go. Mm-hmm. But uh but recording is just it's a ton of fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You're just sitting there with a group of friends and you're having a good time and you're talking about the games you just played and it's great.
0: Very true. Steve, your influences and reasons for starting a podcast.
2: Um just like like, like Rob, I had an acting career. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> see i believe that yeah it was important though that's the thing you and should have that that experience experience. podcast is so much difference um, <laughs> if i'm honest when we started i mean we're talking three years ago before we actually launched there wasn't <laughs> any good uk podcasts out there present company accepted that had oh, we good no, three next, years so. ago we weren't <laughs> out but that's exactly all right. and I mean, even i was like, i was listening to podcasts and and a half ago, we weren't that good i was i was listening to podcasts and it was that little things like the, that noise in the background and i'm just i'm if you could type into an iPod, you know, I'd send these people emails. Seriously, next time you do a podcast, please shut your door. I can hear your washing machine, you know.
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Because you you know, are like, <laughs> like that. You could know. like, be it, right there. I'm with you. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is yeah just like, the, and like, somebody...
2: like, turn your Skype off. You know, I'd even literally go into preferences, Skype sounds, turn Skype
3: mm-hmm. off. you know. That's or just, even the um, worst awesome. is the worst I think uh that somebody can possibly do is eat during oh, the show. Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. I was uh, eating a lozenge earlier when we started, but can, I have can't a beer,
2: that Can beer opening for effect is good, you know, and you hear people say, i oh. having a beer. I'm okay with that. I'm fine. I can deal with that three seconds. What I can't deal with is if three seconds of hum where their microphone is next to their PC or it's like, clean the fan in your PC for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> That really bugged me. And then it wasn't all much that but the guys that were doing podcasts out there. Compared to the I mean we had like Nelson and Natalie doing, you know, studio type podcasts, really good audio with no ums, ahs or bits in there. And then we had UK ones with like seconds of just dead space, you know. Sort of have you been playing? Um you know, it was like cut, edit, sort of thing. And that just that just wound me up. And thinking we could do better, that's what it was. So. <laughs> We've never achieved that, but it's great to think that you can do better. It really is.
3: Well, I yeah, I should mention, I can't believe I forgot. <laughs> one of the th- reasons, uh, another one of the reasons why I wanted to start it was because, and this is one of the things that I, I focused on when I badgered Sean about getting this started, was we could do better. We could do so yeah. much better. Oh, and, yeah. and I want to prove that you don't need a ton of money to do it either. It's just a matter of taking the time to do it.
2: It uh, is, it is patience isn't it that's exactly what it is it's patience and times and for people to edit the longer you put into it you can't there's no such thing as a long edit if you spend a whole week editing there's none of that has gone to waste none of it true well i know
4: at the moment there's there's people there certainly on other shows probably sitting there going oh my god they're sitting there nasal bathing i mean it's Hmm. it's not that i mean what we're we're saying here is that you know we we've done podcasts probably between us for what that's seven three four five six yeah i mean almost seven, 10 eight, years probably Nine, yeah nearly nine years yeah yeah um right. a collective thing and it's not that you know oh we're better than anybody else it, it, it truly isn't because i think if you start getting like that that's that's the point when things start to go downhill when you think you're better than anybody else there's always room to learn right. but it's just, it's just some opinions of you know this is what you know this is how we come to it and I, I'm, we've mentioned many times on the show alex why we ended up doing this but I mean, our story is that basically we were, a, you know, at that time we had Paul on, on the show as well, you know, we were three good friends that, had, you know, left school and we all had gone our separate ways and we were losing contact with each other. We had a similar interest in games and films. What greater, we thought, well, what a fantastic way than to sit down uh, once a week and talk about films and games and that way we keep in contact with each other and if somebody else listens, and fantastic.
0: We weren't sure it would pan out at all. We were just like, let's have a muck about, see how it goes, and if it's fun, we'll carry on doing it. If it's not, we'll stop
3: yeah I somehow. mean whatever the reason it's just you know uh it's just like anything else you, whatever time you put into it is 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 basically going to end up uh being heard in the show right you're mm, gonna, yeah, yeah if you put the time and effort in, people are gonna notice and and but, just for as an example of of uh, a case uh where there are shows better than than the one i do <laughs> uh a life well wasted i mean I know oh, that wow. we do yeah. a good show, oh, yeah. but a life well wasted blows us out of the water but and then puts in so much time yeah, for but then
2: he stuff. does a show every three to four months I mean, <laughs> yeah. and he's and he's, he uses a mac he's using a keyboard. He's he's a musician, you know. He's got the flair, <coughs> hasn't he? He travels
0: to the various places to interview people. Exactly. He doesn't even just sit like us on Skype, lazy. I, he would be right now in Canada talking to to uh, Rob, if it was if I were him.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, yeah, it's nuts. It, for me. It's like I've always said to everyone, anyone listening to our show, if anyone wants any advice on podcasting mm-hmm. of, the, of the little things, of the things to do, I wrote a little list on our website. I said, look, if you're going to record something. Turn off your Skype noises, you know, if you're using a headset, put it away from your mouth, put it lined up with your nose, Turn your, record low so you're not recording everything, you know, amplify, level 8, all these things, all the programs are out there, you know, willing to help anyone. Do well, it. hold
0: on there, we're going to get to that in a bit. <laughs> at the moment we're just on influences but it,
2: it <laughs> is it is for me that's what for me it was I heard the American shows and I just thought the UK was doing a really bad job but they, they were they were
0: very dry when we started very dry it's possibly something British. with the British accent we just, we, we yes. just come along and sort of, like that, a that. monotone and, I, uh, and no uh, laughing I don't know I, I just never heard anyone having fun yeah. And I mean uh, maybe I just listened to a lot of very professional ones, maybe maybe not, I don't know, but I just uh, I was I started out listening to The Hotspot and then IGN and um and One Up and they they just they're so passionate and they're so professional and they're all effectively they're journalists and, and they know their shit and they also know how to how to speak and 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 so they, they they managed to get their points across really well and I was fascinated and um that those were the guys that made me think you know what we honestly could do this, and a little bit of uh, Mark Kermode, the uh, film critic uh, in the UK. well, you may not have heard of him. It just sort of, you know, coming on and, and spouting off, per, you know, personal opinion about something, but it being very entertaining in doing so as well. So I just thought we could do that.
3: You know what, though, it's it's funny that you guys are saying that some of the stuff that you guys were hearing w- was very dry, was not so great. One of the things that I, I realized when we first started was that. Um, Was that we were very dry (laughs) and not so great Hmm. when we first started. I mean, we did, we recorded our first episode, uh, which we never aired. It was a test episode Uh. just to see how it would work. Um, and, and I I think it turned out well, but I realized quickly that I, you know, as the person who's basically done the most studying with how to put on shows and stuff that I was going to need to, uh, try to help the other the other guys to feel a little bit more natural and Mm. so that the conversations didn't seem so dry and even still it took us and myself included because i had to remind myself constantly uh it took us several episodes before we i think felt really really comfortable with uh what we were doing how the conversation was going and you can tell i mean listen to our first episode it is like the driest <laughs> but, thing you could possibly see, listen
4: to. I don't believe there's not anybody out there. I mean, maybe, I mean, I know Steve, you said recently that's the sarcastic gamers, guys. They seem to just walk straight into it from episode one and, and get it. But I think most people, and certainly if they don't have a, a background in, in doing audio work, it's very hard for them to, to get it nailed straight away. I mean, I'm honest, Alex me be very honest to say that we didn't really get it for a good, 60, 70 episodes. We're
2: Yeah, <laughs> let's be really honest, though. Let's be really honest. I mean, Rob's got a slight advantage. In America, a lot of guys on Xbox Live, it's the Americans you hear. Americans mm. are very vocal, where the mm. UK guys aren't. You know, we just then when we listened to Rob not one of us jumped in and said something. we're very <laughs> polite. polite and we're really thinking something and, and he's and one of Canadian said, but, 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 that's not
0: yeah. like full American but he's got the same thing I know what you're saying
2: yeah but it's just that See, I know, just know. want to
0: interrupt you right now because you're British
2: yeah do it right now <laughs> you have to get out that's the main thing but that's what that's what Americans have they have flow you know whereas in the UK we probably wouldn't do that you they have a look. command yeah that, yeah they have they have Allow allowed like, in other words, <laughs> <laughs> you never have to sleep
0: in Melbourne. Sorry, could, could you say that again? Sorry, I could not hear you across that loud restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> for this uh, episode with various uh, questions from our community and I think one of them is quite appropriate right now from Carolyn uh, what is your favorite podcast you also asked what your favorite your inspiration was to start a podcast but uh, favorite podcast if you think your own is your favorite then say so toot that horn <laughs> never so uh, let's start with Rob again
3: uh, right now because uh, uh, it, it varies Yep. Um, it's irrational the irrational podcast mm-hmm. uh, I you going to say Drunken
2: uh, Gamers yeah,
3: really good. No, like oh, it. Rational Behavior. I mean, if, uh, I was talking about A Life All Waste and how good it was. Um, and I really like that podcast as well. But uh, if you want to listen to something that's similar, uh, listen to Rational Behavior. It's got uh, everybody's favorite. Uh, Sean Elliott. Sean yeah. Elliott. And uh, just some of the stories you hear from these guys who've been developing games for uh, the longest time, it's great. They just put out a new one, actually, this week, so give it a listen. Irrational behavior. Okay. Steve?
2: Um, it's so hard. I mean, I listen to so many. For, I'd say for just the podcasting, edit, and production values, it's got to be life Well That is, to me, the best thing on iTunes, but it's not necessary about games. It's just the production, what he does with it. Mm. For gaming itself, it seems to be giant bomb because their production level yeah. is good, but it's mm. not all about that. And they just flow so easily. You know, they feel like they could talk for three hours and still flow and be funny and do it. But mm. it's hard because they do that for a job. You know, that's them at work. It's not them like now recording out of hours when they've been to work and sort of stuff. So it is, See, but, but that you, just has a good flow.
3: Mm. See, but you know what, uh, what bothers me about giant bomb and, and, it bothers me about a lot of podcasts, and one of the reasons why our shows are the length they are is that I can't listen to a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour show. 246. <laughs> yes, yes.
2: A two-hour podcast is Lord of the Rings, isn't it? When you go in over two <laughs> yeah. mark, and you're thinking, no, seriously, I've got to my destination in my car and driven home
0: it is it's risky gone. yeah we, we, we've always tried to, to, to stay below the two hour mark just,
2: just flip another question back to you but how many podcasts people do you think listen to the very end of a podcast the last 10 minutes when they're doing a wrap up email us come see us here depends on
0: the podcast I always stuff. put little little easter eggs at the end yeah, so saying,
4: yeah, but the it's, 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 it's yeah. something that does worry us actually because quite often you know the interview for us is finished and then you know we play out with a bit of music and then we, we say whatever we need to say at the back end and some of it is actually rather important yeah. so you do wonder whether like they, oh,
0: next week be, we're doing this. It's very important you reply, and we get no response. And we're like, we wonder why people didn't reply to that one. <laughs> <I wish laughs> it at
4: the start of the show. I think I, but, I, I think it's up to the podcast itself to make it interesting that somebody wants to sit there all the way to the very end, you know, to to even see if they, are you know, if it doesn't translate straight onto the next podcast or whatever well, is in their place. What do
1: you
2: want from a podcast? I mean, when you will listen, like you know, Robert saying he listened to the rest of it, What do you actually want? Do you want entertainment? Do you want facts? What is it that you want to get from a show when you listen to it? Ooh. We've. I want,
0: <laughs> hang on, hang on. Sure, first we'll things try. first. Tony, Alex, go first. <laughs> Tony and I haven't even said our favorite podcast yet before yes. we can answer that one. Yeah, we're jumping. Tony, well, yeah, go favorite podcast. To to then we'll go on to this next question.
4: Um, the reason I I felt that we because before obviously we were films and games and I was doing games and Alex and Paul were basically doing the films and you know somehow I I ended up getting my way and we ended up doing games overall. <laughs> so <it was> just, <laughs> in the and end, I
0: couldn't get you into the films. I no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> And also um, because I
0: had to stop watching films.
4: And to me, it was always one up yours was I mean it, it, unfortunately it is no longer and it was, was going downhill for a very long time after Garnet Lee left it's about a long podcast though yeah, I mean, but, but exactly. But that was always interesting, always fascinating. I always went to the very, very end. Um, I mean, up in, recent times, yeah, I agree. Giant Bomb is just because it, it's like it has this flow, has this production that you know they don't, they know their stuff, but they don't really care what other people think within the industry.
0: And I have massive respect for those guys as well. To come out of the situation they did, and then to pull that together, oh, brilliantly.
3: That's, oh, they're really good, and when I have the time, I, I try to yeah. listen to them as much as possible. I've got about a
0: 12-hour I've, backlog of their podcasts to oh, listen to.
3: Yeah, I, I just start <laughs> That's just two shows. Like, I've got shows on my that, that I subscribe to that I just haven't listened to in See, months. See, you're,
2: you're only as good as your last podcast. You really are, because so. you, if people don't listen, it's gone. On to the next one. <laughs>
3: And no, my,
0: Alex, you uh, well, you know what, I've, you guys have all said my favourites, uh, Gi- Giant Bomb, One Up, and uh, I really love uh, Life World Wasted as well. Uh, but I've got to give props to GamerDork, because yeah. Yeah. Really, they made me want to listen to English podcasts more. Uh, also got to give out some love to Super Happy Funtime Show. Uh, in all honesty, I don't listen to it anywhere near as much as I should do, but... I, I love the show aspect of
2: it. Chris um, great now,
0: but the you? the one show I don't miss every week, uh Some Other Castle. And I believe, I could be wrong, but I think Elaine has just had her baby as we're yeah, I was going to yes, say, yeah. that
2: that podcast has got a limit, hasn't it? It's got a nine-month limit, and then it it comes to a abrupt stop for a he, while. Yeah, she had a baby boy today. So. She did. Oh,
0: that's nice. Yeah. Congrats. So, yeah, that, I mean that show that was which may not ever come back again because no, she's sure going to have will. a lot of busy stuff on her hands but uh, no, that is, it's just so entertaining to listen to those girls and they really know their shit and it's just it's fantastic because my wife doesn't get so much about games from our show but mm-hmm. listening to them she's like you know what I suddenly want to play Bioshock or I suddenly want to play Mass Effect 2 I'm like but we've been saying these games are awesome for ages, and she's like, "Yeah, well, Elaine and Leia kind of convinced me." Yeah, huh? this nope. is exactly. <laughs> the same. They yeah, have a yeah,
2: you, you two are white noise though. When you, you have a white, whatever <laughs> sure. you say, unless it's to do with money, buying no, that's things, that's true. white noise.
0: But um, but yeah, no, it's it's as far as I'm concerned, I want people like Elaine and Leia out there spreading the good word to that segment of the market, girls who aren't quite sure yet. Because we need more girls playing games. I'm it's Yeah, totally. And it is <laughs> that entertaining a show. I, I'd, I'd never miss it. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to wait for a while, I think, because I think Elaine's going to well, be missing. I was saying that
2: there is a Pink and Deadly show that's coming up, which just, I've been promoting quite a lot. And their game is actually play games. That's the weird thing. They actually play games and are good at them. <laughs> it's well,
4: crazy. I- I think if we were to round all this back down into actually a kind of a, a question for all of us to answer is when you start out a podcast, you need to know what you actually wanted to cover in it. You know, right. what what your ideal is. You know, do you, Unfortunately, you know, we can't all be Giant Bomb. I think there is only one Giant Bomb and, you know, the one up yours, guys, and even Life Well Wasted, you know, we, we try to kind of – um, no it's part of our we industry.
0: did try one or two episodes yeah. to be more like a life we always that didn't turn out too well there's of echo. <laughs> 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 there's, there's a
3: reason
4: he to edit a podcast yeah um, <laughs> so but you know, it, as and as when you're starting up I think it is very important to know what you want to talk about the topics how you're actually going to set out the show I mean it, it can be it's always organic I mean our show is, is like I said you know Completely changed from episode one all the way up to now, and even the last ten shows are very different from you know the shows before that. It, it just because you, you've got a feeling you know how to make your show better each and every week. So it's don't be afraid to change stuff, but I think you do need a, a clear goal at the very start of you know whether you want to talk about games or whether you want to talk about topics or mm. or both and you know reader interaction.
2: Let's answer Steve's question. So I, I want to know basically. We all listen to podcasts, and every people who listen to this show may not listen to our show. You know, it's it's little islands of podcast fans and sort of followers but what do you what do people want from a podcast so you know have they got different podcasts for the same reason
0: well what, all of our points of view are going to be completely at odds with the yeah. the, the millions of different people that they listen to podcasts so i mean to, to, from me personally what i listen to a podcast at the moment because i've sort of made friends with a lot of the people that i actually listen to and and i, I kind of want to know what they have to say about things and so, um, it's, it's, I, I like hearing what it's it's just like hanging out with them when unfortunately yeah. I can't cause they live in fucking America. But, um, that's why I like listening to them because ultimately, and I think this is what a lot of people are drawn to our show that they, they kind of, they like us and that's why they want to hear what we have to say about stuff. And Yeah, God knows why. But um, I think somebody, two people said that about us. Uh, Fordy said, you guys are like two uh, two guys who've been my mates forever in the same room as me. And while well, Willie Wilson said, it's like being in a room with mates who love gaming just as much as me. That's what we wanted, and that's what I look for when I listen to a podcast. With the Giant Bomb guys, I've, I've now listened to them for so long, I know pretty much whatever they're going to say about a game. And I know that, for some reason, if, if a movie uh, comes up, that Jeff is immediately going to be... Eh, I don't care about it, unless for some reason it's something like uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, and then suddenly he'll be all over it. But (laughs) even though it infuriates me, there's something comforting about knowing uh, a person's reactions, and that's the reason why I listen to Co-Mode every week as well. So that's what I want out of podcasts, um, Chip.
4: I would say as well that if you look at all the different – I'm just gaming podcasts. and don't even take the whole podcast, you know, different areas of podcasts that cover multiple things. just, Just games alone. You know, there's there's tons of different ways to do it. I mean, your show is very different from ours, uh, Steve. And Gamers of Jobs, you know, we're I'd say we're roughly on the same wavelength, but we don't quite talk about um, games uh, as much as you do. So we try to stick on just one topic. So I mean, the truth is, I don't know what everybody. I don't think anybody wants the same thing. I mean, for me, I listen to Gamers of Jobs and I listen to Giant Bomb. They're two very different shows. But um, what I will say is that. I listen to to stuff like Giant Bomb and uh, on the odd occasion IGN stuff because I want to see the corporate side. I want, I want to see them, you know, because I have a lot more inside knowledge, a lot more inside scoop, and you can get quite a gleam of quite a bit of information that you wouldn't do from a small independent podcast. But at the same time, I think small independent podcasts can take a lot more risk than what the, the big guys can do. They can kind of dig down into, you know, a singular subject and, and not necessarily have to fo- follow the format that, you know, almost became the norm. And, you know, I we don't want to blow smoke up our own asses, but you know we wanted to produce something slightly different from the norm that's not to say that you know free guys talking about games and just talking about you know what they've been playing this week isn't uh, as entertaining as ours but we you know we didn't want to be another one of those podcasts because there's 50,000 of those podcasts on the net but there's actually surprisingly quite a few game, uh, podcasts out there that just talk about a singular subject as well we've We've kind of, kind of, uh, we, well, we, we spoke to a lot of them, including people like Big Red Potion. So. Yeah,
0: Big Red Potion are kind of similar in terms of they, like, they, they pick one interesting topic and just chew it to bits, which is, uh, it's our way of doing things. And, uh, yeah.
4: yeah. But, uh, but, you know, what, what, or why do you think people sit down and listen to podcasts?
3: Yeah, Rob. I don't know why people sit down and listen to podcasts. I know why I sit down and listen to podcasts, and that's because, one, I want to be entertained. I want to, you know, there's often times where you're playing, like, uh, for example, if I'm playing Settlers of Catan online, mm. which I love doing, by the way, uh, sometimes you just want something in the background, you know, mm. some noise, whatever, but, um, or, or well, or the Warcraft, riding.
0: if you're grinding, and you're like, oh, some thing. Thing, something, else.
3: <laughs> or you're, you know, you're going to the gym, which I haven't been doing forever, I uh, <laughs> uh, just want some something to entertain you. So uh, let me tell
0: you, when you're running around the park wearing an iPhone and you suddenly burst out laughing while you're running, people just freak out. They just, they lurch away from you. They, they think you're some. <laughs> maniac so you i tend to not listen machine. to a funny podcast
2: when you i'm can't sit on a gym machine can you pressing weights grinning away <laughs>
3: <laughs> but carry, on. Uh, carry on. so yeah it's uh, i mean entertainment's the the first thing but i mean i also uh you know like to hear what other people think about some of the games that are out there uh it helps me figure out what games i want to sort of try if i haven't already tried them mm-hmm. myself and so uh information is another but uh But let me tell you, I mean, one of the things that will turn me off on a podcast, uh, quickly is if I think the person on the other end doing the show, uh, is a complete idiot. (laughs) (laughs) It's all a matter of, and it's all a matter of opinions, uh, you know, so, if I find that the person that I'm listening to is so polar opposite to the way I think, mm. then I start to hate them, and it has nothing to do with the fact that I think the you know that the guy is uh, a complete moron. It's, it's that I think maybe he's a complete moron or she's a complete moron. And as soon as that happens, if they aren't entertaining, if they aren't at least entertaining, then it's gone. It's out of there because it just becomes aggravating, and there's yeah. no way to. Uh, there's no way as a listener to sit there and go, no, you're wrong. <laughs> and, you know, being able to do that on my show to somebody who I may have a different opinion to, it's very hard for me to listen and not, you know, have that way of of responding to that person. So um, so that is one of my pet peeves. Uh,
0: Though that can be fun sometimes, game hounds specifically. Uh, just th- there's some things that Tim and Hawk say, and sometimes even Evie, which just make me shout at the, the iPod. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And sometimes it's just because they're wrong. Sometimes they're just being objectionable or remarkably unresearched. But I, I kind of like the fact that I'm engaging with it in some way. And sometimes when, uh, like, there was one time, I can't remember what it was, uh, where they were talking about um, a game on the Jaguar or the 3D or something. And the answer was Trip Hawkins. And I went, Trip Hawkins. And it turned out to be correct. And I was like, yes. And I air punched. And I was in the middle of a, <laughs> the town centre. And I was like, yes, Trip Hawkins. You know, once again, you have to kind of bring yourself back in again. So that's that's how into podcasts I can get.
2: Rob's right, though. It's nice to agree with people. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I remember the first time I ever heard One Up talk about Crackdown. They were like, you know, when you're on that, that tower, you can hear the wind and you jump off and you make it into the pool and get that achievement. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do. I remember doing that. And it makes you feel like you know they're the same as you. Yeah, I've had that completely. Or when you're Xbox Red Ring, and they've had the same thing, you can can relate mm-hmm. to that. That's nice to be able to do that, isn't it? Yeah. You know,
0: For me, it's I'm all like, yeah, but replaced but not- print journalism. It's uh, these days if I'm I will read the Edge review just because it's interesting, not necessarily f- to agree with it. But uh, I would I would rather canvass six or seven of my favourite podcasts on what a game is like than actually seek out the individual written reviews. Because you just get more of a a real, genuine experience hearing what a person thinks about it.
3: But here's the thing, because I don't want to make it sound like that, uh, you know, the only podcasts I listen to are the ones that I I, uh, agree with everyone on there. Uh, Somebody can, you know, there are often times where I'll be listening to a show and the person talking on several occasions, will, will have a different opinion than mine. But as long as they can back it up with something that yeah. I find to be an intelligent, uh, you, you know, if, if it's an intelligent, reasoned argument, uh, then then all, then great. That's awesome. But if I think that they're consistently talking out of their ass, mm. and, which is funny because I think there are a lot of people who probably listen to our show who <clears throat> would consider me. Uh, one of those people who talks out of his ass constantly and 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 that 's just the way it is you not everybody's going to agree with you, and some people are going to think you 're stupid, some people are going to think you're great but um, but for me it's just i don 't know it's it 's a turn off if if i don 't think that you have an intelligent reason for why you don't like something, then you've got a limited amount of time to convince me that I should bother mm. listening to your show mm. and, and it has nothing to do with whether or not they're they're, you know, the they're right or wrong. It, it's just it's my opinion of them that becomes uh, the most important thing, which I think is, a, is is true for everybody who listens to a show, right? It's yeah, your listeners listen to you because of something, and they or they don't listen to you because of something. You know? <laughs> you have to <laughs> it, give it, them it something to listen to you for. Exactly, and it's always going to be different, and there are different reasons yep. for for doing that, but that's just my one pet peeve
0: so that's some if, very important food for thought for people starting out on their own podcast. If you are by 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 nature a very objectionable person, people tend to argue with you a lot, you might be very entertaining as a podcaster or you might get three listeners
2: but there yeah. is it's good p r for you sir. you know if you have your own website with a forum. What better way for people to join up and if say, you disagree you're with completely me. Yep. wrong, you know. Oh, thanks a lot, you joined <laughs> yeah, up. But, it, but if they only do one post, what's the point? Yeah, yeah but then and if, if they if, basically if, just if call you, kind of you kind
4: of a fag and run away, then, uh... Yeah,
2: yeah, but then <laughs> if you can turn around and say, yeah, I said that and uh, maybe I've had a different thoughts about it, you know, that's just, what, to have that sort of thing. Mm. What I would say to the,
4: is actually, I'm surprised how much the industry now respects podcasts. I, you know, there's a long way to go, but I think, you know, if you have somebody that can, Express what they love about a certain game, and they have a few thousand people in their audience. There's a good chance that a number of those audience will be, pick, you know, picking that up, game up because of that person's opinion, and that's just as powerful as a, you know, a magazine, an article written in a magazine, or a review posted up on the website. Yeah. Um, you know, prime example is you know, Edge gave Bayonetta a 10 out of 10. Fine, you know, I, I read the review, I was like, well, it's not really for me. Uh, Leon Cox from GamerDoc talked about Bayonetta, and within 20 minutes of conversation, I pre-ordered the game.
2: Because
4: I was like, he has he has expressed more than that written review because well it's just in 20
0: minutes that's a hell of if you just transcribe exactly,
4: that he's been given a lot more time but it's just the way that he delivered it the assignment of it and it was like no i want that experience what he had there i want that experience in turn
2: with that tony i then cancelled my order because if you like it and you like final fantasy
3: and you know <laughs> you like
2: it, i then went no that's not for me so, You're just I, it,
3: it's all, there we go, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. we should move on because my opinions yeah. of Bayonetta are I think well known at this point for anybody yeah. who listens to our I show I think <laughs> <agreement problem>. let us <laughs> move on piece of shit <laughs> okay let's move on bro. hang
4: Before <laughs> if, before we move on, then let's just have uh, maybe three or four kind of things you should do if you want to start out a podcast. What <clears throat> you should should know from the very start, instead of just you know big uh, dragon various. So we're we saying that you should have a clear sight of topics. True, Plan planet. Clear planet.
2: S- you know Eddie Murphy. Nobody, unless you're somebody that is articulate with words and can just hold a conversation, plan it. You yeah. know, even script it for the first episode just to give yourself a, you know, you can uh, go no, 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 I,
0: no way. There's not one person who can read a script.
2: Tell no, no, me no, no. one but scripted how is podcast
0: that's going to sound how good. How no, no, how no. Seriously, not a script.
2: But, but how have, have bullet, a bullet point? point. I will not for <laughs> <With Okay, laughs> the love
0: of God. Okay, right. I can read the script. Okay, yeah. No, I agree with you. We're all about difference of opinion. Here, yeah, see what says you want script. to talk about. I <laughs> say bullet points, that's fine. Whoever you want to believe, that's cool. <laughs> There's but no I mean, right way of doing but this. But no a script, for God's sake! No, no, not a
2: script, <laughs> they're just bullet points, you know, an outline.
0: Totally, no, I'm totally about that. Make, you know, no, no, make notes, for the yeah. love of God. If you start a podcast and you've got a blank screen in front of you, you will go blank yourself and go, um, what well, are I mean, you talking about?
4: You right in front of us now. Yeah, shit. Right <laughs> in front of us now, we've got a you know a full set of notes that basically is you know a run down the show. It doesn't have to be exactly what I'm going to say on the show, but it's just like, oh well, let's talk about topics. Let's talk about. You know. I, I, I think yeah, you just read topics. my line
2: there, by the way. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I would say you know have a clear clear know what you're doing with topics, know what audience you're aiming for, um, and just basically narrow down that format. Whether you want to do it in bullet points or a script, it's up to you.
0: Now, oh. Can I get a rewind? I'm ambivalent about it. Steve Excellent. doesn't like it. Rob thinks it's a piece of shit.
4: Tony, did you play it much? Uh, I've now got it and haven't played it, and now I'm worried to play it once again. I've been there. You
0: go. Not one person likes Bayonetta on this show. I'm, I'm quite am quite all of us. Okay, right. On. This one is from. St- and hang on. Is there anything more? No, on-
2: no. You, you still didn't, didn't cover it. If you're going to do a podcast, here's here's a top top tip. Okay. Yes. Yes. Stop patting yourself on the back and saying to each other, "You sound great. I sound great. That was funny." If it's crap at any point or you don't like it. Just stop, press pause, come back to it now. Time, don't be don't be shy to tell each other. I don't think that's going to sound very good, or you're making too much noise, or you're doing because you can't if you do that at the end you can't take out opinion, you can't take out noises out of an edit, but you can stop it. You can go mid Go stop. What's that noise? I can hear a fan. You yeah. go and turn that around. Don't be audio not,
0: quality. I. You're can,
2: not live yeah. on stage with with your editing. You've got all the time in the world. So if you if you get to a point and go, do you know what? You sound tired. You sound pissed off. Just stop.
0: We can even come back tomorrow, ultimately, yeah. Exactly. exactly. If, you, if you do a podcast that's not very good and you log it and you, you survive for two years, that podcast will always be there for people to go back to and listen yeah. to. And you go, what, yeah, you I was kind of fucked that day. Sorry. It
2: may be the first podcast they listen to. They may pick up that as their first show and they go, oh. and they're going to gonna go, oh, actually, they, he was down today. I might catch him net week. It might get better. You just actually go, yeah, that's no good. Bye.
0: We've done, was it, three or four podcasts now, Tony, where we've just gone, you know what? Well,
4: this is all part of recording, so yeah. That's not happening.
0: Exactly, We will go to this in the recording <laughs> section a bit, but basically, yeah, you're jumping, Steve, you're jumping ahead, you're fucking with the notes. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, this what is what we were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the notes, right. This is a question from Count Stex. Where do most of the topic ideas come from, things you've read, things you hear, or just oh. out of the blue? Um, I'll field that one first. We think of them several weeks beforehand, Steve. Uh, yeah.
2: We uh, you guys are crazy. Yeah, you <laughs> really
0: we kind of have to because we always have <laughs> to get a, a guest on for that particular subject, and we have to sort of plan it out. And, and usually it'll come from like I'll be talking and I'll go, wow, that's a good idea for a show, isn't it? Or Tony will say something. I'm like, dude, that is a show right there. Yeah. And then we just note that down and then we elaborate from there. But basically, it comes from conversation. And you how have how many to basically
2: ideas? Be- how many ideas are on the cutting floor? How many ideas, as Tony said to you, it's a really great idea. You've gone. It's no, yeah. more Alex's. Is it really? uh,
0: yeah, you know, usually Tony, the ones Tony comes well, up with, he can't doesn't come up with in. many, but when he does, he's just...
4: Oh, I come up with heart. At least, I mean, here we go. This is where we get in the argument about okay. our own thing. I mean, um, I mean, recently, what we we try to do every six months or so, we have a, a complete brainstorm again, and we put a bunch of ideas down on, on a yeah, on our Google Docs. And then we'll, we'll basically work our way through them, and then realise what's you know what is actually attainable and what's not, and whether we can get a guest on. And sometimes we're like, well, we can't get that guest on; let's leave that on the sideline. Mm. So you know, it, it's very organic. But nine times out of ten, honestly, most of the podcasts actually develop over a couple of weeks. You, you set out to do one thing, and then you realise actually this this idea now would be more permanent than the idea that we you know, we were thinking and working on. Yeah. So and quite often it would just come from I'll be sitting at work and thinking, well. Uh, what we're going to do next week? What we're going to ah, brilliant, perfect, and you know then it will, will go from that. But quite often there's a, a number of our shows that have taken you know months to plan. Mm.
2: To your credit, to your credit, I mean I promise I wouldn't say good things about you on this show, but that oh. really pays off, and that shows that shows that you do the preparation because it comes out in the podcast. Thank you.
0: But it does it does require a lot of effort because you eventually and this will come into it will come into this later you start to live your podcast because mm-hmm. when yeah. you've got free time it's no longer free because you're thinking about the show and you're thinking right okay we've got the next week planned out but we haven't got anything for the week after that what we're going to do and it dwells on you and then two days later you speak to your other half and you go Tony two weeks from now, what are we going to
2: do? <laughs> and are you like Ant and Do You live together and then yeah. the whole wide thing. Like Just, on no,
0: I mean, in all seriousness, we, we probably speak a lot less these days than we did somewhere in the middle of the actual show production run. I think, um, I don't well, know. Because
4: we, we, we have faith in each other that we yeah. have an idea. We can put it in place yeah. and, you know, the notes will, will survive. We
0: have weird working times which mean we can't... We d- I don't just phone you out of the blue anymore like I used to. I used to just... Every time I walk home from work, I'd be f- I'd find you. How's it going, man? Uh, I'm all right. I'm busy working. I'm halfway up a ladder or something. I've had a great idea for the show. And now we kind of... We, we think on about them and we, do, we sort of like communicate online. And I think a lot more of the ideas get bandied around in the forum now than... Um, yeah, we, we, we rely a lot on the community now. But um, around about the middle of the uh, show run, we were... Just on the phone with each other all the time, and but like I said, it it requires a lot of commitment from you for that. For do, the do you carry
2: a notepad? Do you like wake up in the night, two o'clock in the morning. Podcast with other podcasts. No. <laughs> <stop>. <laughs>
3: um,
0: you guys, how, where do your topic ideas come from?
3: Uh, 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 our, most of ours come from the other guys, uh, <laughs> mainly because I I'm always worried about burnout. Uh, I don't want to burn out on doing this, and because I spend. Four to six hours on every show. Uh, at the end of the week, I, you know, I editing. I don't want to. Um, uh, I don't want to burn out uh, on on the show itself. So, but it's really if cool that
2: you're aware of that. That's the main
3: thing. Uh, well, well, the, and that's the thing is, is, and it's not to say that I won't contribute to like figuring out what ideas are, but it's just one of these things where if I'm constantly having to think about the show all week then i know eventually what's going to end up happening is is that i'm not going to want to do it anymore yeah. and and uh, so Sean andrich uh he he's taken it upon himself uh to you know put show notes together uh although they're not quite as extensive as you have here alex <laughs> um but this is uh, bigger but, than you normal know, <laughs> but they but but he does put you know together um uh what it is that we're going to be talking about uh, but here's a, a great tip for anybody who has an audience. If you are stuck on figuring – because we do we, – we basically think of the idea like the week of. Uh, we rarely have ideas for two or three weeks ahead. Uh, I can't remember the last time we did, in fact. But if you're stuck on trying to figure out what it is that you want to talk about in your show, ask your audience. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. There are so many ways Dude. to do it. Email, yeah. Twitter. Which, uh uh you just send it out there and they will send you a plethora of ideas to to figure out and then you can just choose pick and choose or do a bunch of them which we've done on several occasions as well uh and and I find that the more you involve your audience in your show the more they like it <laughs>
0: yeah no totally i agree in, in fact We've done whole episodes where we've just got our audience on and, yeah. and, and that, that's been, yeah. You know, we've we got
4: a whole community segment at the back end, so we'll probably save that for that.
0: Yeah, we'll go on to that in community. But Steve, uh, where do most of your topic ideas come from?
2: I don't know. My crazy mind probably. <laughs> 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 the great thing about Chris is like, including the website and everything we do, I'll just come up with this crazy idea and I'll say, let's do this. Let's ring people. Let's have some really famous guests on. Let's do this. And he'll be like, okay he used to be mm, maybe not so much Steve but now he'll just say okay and then he'll come back you know he's in Japan we have 12 hour difference between us he'll come back and it, for me it's 2 o'clock in an my email and it'll go Pff! it'll just be some random thing half Japanese with a Welsh accent and it'll be with people and then questions like okay yeah, I get what you're saying but we do that quite a lot and like you say <laughs> You just ask your people listening and we have our forum we will say give us all the feedback what do you want to listen to and you'll be surprised in the amount of ideas that come up with from nowhere good and ideas too you're yeah. Thinking, wow oh, yeah why didn't we think of that the trouble is when you you think about it too much you're recording and how you want it to sound like you're kind of killing it all the whole time like, you, like Rob was saying if you think of it from a Sunday and you get to record Friday you hate the idea at that point mm. and it's not the thing it started to be you just hate it Then then try and talk about it in a positive way it's not mm. going to happen
3: a good show steal as many good ideas from other shows <laughs> as possible yeah. Yeah. but don't imitate mm. you know don't try to imitate somebody else's show uh because that is just it's, like you said it's going to sound like crap because you've just ooh, ooh, three because i'm not Robert
2: same idea we? we've all done what you've been playing at one point in our podcast <laughs> Can't help yeah it, because how well, what You're what other back. word is that describe the games you've been playing that week, you know. Yeah. What's exactly. in your tray What what disc in your tray? What have you been up to? It's yeah.
4: To we, we had it not long ago where we you know our independence episode. Um and the person, you know, it was it was very much, you know, interviewing lots of different people and they come up to me and said, Look, you know, you don't mind if we borrow that idea and we're like, well it's <laughs> not, we haven't copyrighted it. It's fine. No, it, it's it's <laughs> something I'm sure you know, we didn't necessarily have influence from other people on it. We just you know, we went, oh, well, let's do a podcast like this. This, sound, this is going to sound you good. you know
0: what? I have never heard that done anywhere else. No, I've but, got to I mean, say, I was really proud of that episode.
4: But you, so. don't, you don't then put a trademark stamp on it and say, no, you can't use it. As ours. I, I of course, would like that you know, to
0: people be people known as the digital cowboy
3: style. <laughs> <But you're laughs> that if well. We can't possibly I mean, do it
0: every week. It took months to do that thing. There's no way to
3: trademark an idea, however however much, you know, some companies would like to think they can. Uh, it's just because somebody can take that idea and flip it or, or take it and improve on it and make it better. And it's like, and that's great. This is what, this is why you know this kind of stuff kind of continues on it's because there are no new ideas out there folks let me tell you this it's it's everything that has been done everything that is being done has been done before
2: i don't know you say that we're doing a braille podcast next month (laughs) (laughs) two two hours of
4: silence and it will never be done again
3: i I bet we get the most
2: reviews about that
3: i guarantee you this idea that you know i mean this may be just obviously a joke but it's like I guarantee you somebody's already thought of it and tried it and they've done it. And we just haven't, maybe we haven't heard it. But there are no new ideas out there, so stop trying to think of something that is going to be uh, unique and completely different from everything you've ever heard before because there is no such thing and but there's
2: there's always the chance that a person listening to your podcast doesn't listen to any other podcast so everything you do is a new idea
3: and also
0: ultimately you can just combine things you have heard elsewhere and go yeah you know what i've never heard it done well like this and just shoot for the sky because if you don't try to achieve excellence you'll never
3: achieve it no. see but that's that 's the great thing about this whole thing is is that even though there are no new ideas out there and that you shouldn 't try to come up with something unique, the thing is is that there are going to be people out there who are going to listen to your show and they will never have heard anything like it yeah, before and right. and it 's going to attract a lot of people like that, and that 's going to be great for them and that 's the reason why this all works it 's not you know, it's that there are always new people out there looking for something different because, well, there are new people being born every day.
0: <laughs> we know? got around the uh, time that we won uh, Game of for the first time. So British listeners going, "Where have you been for the past two years?" And we were like, "I don't know. America. Where have you been?" <laughs> we were popular in America for many years because they. You America- know, I
2: said that to Tony when we chatted. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "I, you know, take this as as much as you want." i never knew you existed before oh. i don't know why I mean, you've been around for ages
0: we'll get to it. that in the pr we'll section it. as to our terrible pr <laughs> 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 okay right and one more thing that's important before when you're starting working out what kind of audience you want because you know that there's there's gonna be i mean if you st- if you stick a podcast out that's like robert ashley you know that there's gonna be a hell of a lot of people who are gonna be like the fuck is this and turn off straight away uh but if you don't want those people no worries uh and there's going to be a hell of a lot of people who are just going to you know immediately respond to it in in the best way possible and if those are the people you're after then do that with all your heart, but you have to know what you're aiming for.
2: Can you choose? Can you get an audience? Can you? Do you know what audience you wanted? And ha- have you achieved that audience bracket? You think?
0: Yes, we have. Uh,
4: yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's
0: just look at the forums. Ultimately, we've got smart, nice people who talk about games and don't get in each other's faces. Yeah, it's, we, it's
4: uh, great. we we were after an adult audience. We were up. We weren't after the uh, you know a, a kiddie audience, which you know some podcasts do actually kind of cater towards. And yeah. you know they're yeah. they're they that. I
2: mean, they do stuff. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I mean, our our audience, I, I truly believe, are all smart, intelligent people that, you know, when we have stuff like community intelligence, some of the answers we get back are, you know, you sit back and, and we're actually kind of astounded that, you know, that stuff is coming out of people that sit there and listen to us. So,
3: But you can't tell me that you were, uh, when you were thinking about what show you wanted to do, that you were consistently going, okay, we want this audience. So yeah, I, 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 I um, know, we kind of right did.
0: Now. We kind of b- bared it in mind, I think. We, we, we were going wide. Well, let's not just cater to the lowest common denominator at this point.
3: Yeah, yeah I, I, okay, but there's there's the thing, right? You're saying let's not com- you know, let's not uh, cater to the co- most common denominator, but that's not saying that you want oh, I, this particular type of audience. It's just that we're not going to be the guys who do the the fart jokes all the time. And I that's think, great. That, that that's, that's a great way to look at it. So you guys I,
0: have the kind of perfect name that kind of – it says to anyone who picks up your show, hey, you know what? This is – Probably not for 14 year old kids who like to spout bigotry online. I don't, know
2: that. I don't think the name, I don't think the name does it at all. I mean, are you saying that all the people listen to you are digital cowboys? You know? No, 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 like no,
0: games no not us. I mean, gamers with jobs. they yeah, the same it's, with gamers with
2: jobs, you know, and like married gamers. Do people that are only married listen to married gamers? You uh, know?
0: You, no, but at the same time, that you, it does say exactly what it t- does on the I tin. Do. It's not going to be about, um, you know, you know, you know at one point, when we were thinking of revamping the show. No. Yes. <laughs> I was thinking of a different name, and I thought, let's let's get rid of Digital Cowboys. We'll call ourselves One Shot Kill. I Just, just the worst idea. I, I actually
4: idea said to Alex,
2: this. if you call us One Shot Kill, you'll be doing it on your own. <laughs> so <be> you you <laughs> in a you room. You would get so many gay listeners going... Oh, that what happened? This wasn't the show I wanted. One shot kill sounds like a poor name. It really does.
0: It, it and, just sounds like so if you like your Call of Duty, come to One Shot Kill. That's the place. That's,
2: can but we can I, we do that? I want to know where you got Digital Cowboys from, and where they got. You know, where you got. You know. I just where did you get that from?
0: Right. Well, first off, and I th- I've forgotten to mention this when I was actually talking about influences, but I actually started off doing a different podcast. Uh, I helped out with a friend's podcast, um, and that was uh, Joiny Radio. To do it, and, uh, Steve, have you heard of Danny Wallace? Yes. Okay, right. He has a small – well, he started a a fairly large cult, actually, a few years ago called uh, uh, Join Me. Uh, It's basically a bunch of people who sort of like to get together, do nice things for complete strangers, and drink cups of tea. And they were the loveliest people I've ever met. Um, I couldn't really stay there because it was so nice, and I'm not that nice. But um, I sort of got in with the crowd and ended up helping out with their podcast uh, with a man named Matt Fowler, who basically was running joining Radio. I I guested on his show once, and then he kind of gave it over to me and said, you do a few. So we did one about the Oscars. Tony, you were actually on that one? It was me and Paul. We were talking about the Oscars and the the nominations for 2007 – And uh, you were eating dinner at the time, Tony, and, yeah, rule number one violated, and you just disappeared halfway through. So that was a complete washout. But a couple of episodes went by, and I thought, you know, I could probably do this properly. And so when thinking of it, the actual first name we came up with was, uh, I came up with, was (laughs) Media
4: Frenzy. Nice. And, we did one episode uh, on the media Friends. We
0: did, and I had to go back and change the name of it retroactively to uh, to digital cowboys after we came back from it because I just thought, right, well, we were going to do films, TV, d- video games, YouTube, internet, and all other kind of get just a, a big catch-all podcast. So, yeah, once again, another thing you've got to think and about before you start, focus, people. You can't do everything. <laughs> it's not possible.
3: And <laughs> well, some shows try. I mean, yeah, some shows do things, but everything.
0: Episode two of yeah. Media Frenzy, we just did on video games, and we just talked about the game systems that we'd had throughout the years, and I think, I, just, I was thinking, what could we be called? And, and I was Asian just thinking of the three of us, and I thought sort of outlaws, kind of like three lone riders, cowboys, and we're talking about games and films, digital, Digital Cowboys and it took about that long for me to think it up. I went, mean, "How about
4: Digital Cowboys?" Like, mm, it's actually, go with that. That's actually an interesting question because obviously, you know, we didn't really know we were just covering everything. So we didn't have video games, you know, in our in our name at all. Now, about, obviously that's kind of come back and um, kicked us in the arse a bit because you know, wanting to be successful on iTunes, you know, you need people to find yeah. your podcasts. If
0: they can't and, find you uh, because your name is nothing to do with games, and yeah. oh, so yeah. in, in the
2: same w- way it's so lame, isn't it? I mean, we hate we hate the fact we picked two names to we'd never want to do we both said don't put gaming in our our thing
0: and you put a a, a word that abbreviated to a number as well sanctuary four even you
2: put four when you wrote our show notes you put four sanctuary four gamers yeah Yeah. we did that that was my choice to put the four because I couldn't spell the other way but yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's we had we had the edge gamers gamers edge the razor the Razor. Okay, that Who's beats one is? shot the kill. The Razor's edge, we're sharp. <laughs> so,
4: so that's very different then from Gamers of Jobs, because that's pretty damn self-explanatory what that is, that, that title.
2: does what it does do.
3: Well, I mean, the, the website is where our name came from, right? We were we were trying to... Uh, when they when they came up with the website name, it was basically... It was basically, yeah, they, they were tired of a lot of the other forums out there that were just filled with all the trolls and the flame wars and mm-hmm. all the crap you get with most forums out there and they were like angry we're racist do, kids basically we're going to we're going to do our own uh we're going to you know get our own forums going and we're mm-hmm. going to do articles as much as we can and and uh you know we're gamers and we have jobs so let's just call it with gamers with jobs i don't know exactly how their name came about <laughs> but but that's that's gamers with jobs and then uh and uh, they thought that yeah, it sounded a little bit more mature than most, and they kind of mm-hmm. hoped that that would help weed out uh, a lot of the, the the trash talkers and the you know the the kids and stuff. But that doesn't mean that we you know don't think that uh, a fourteen year old or fifteen year old wouldn't get some enjoyment out of listening to our show. Totally. Uh, the reason we called it Gamers the Jobs Conference Call was just because we 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 wanted to. To, to name it something without actually having podcast in the name. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, we don't want to say podcast. We don't. Want, we can't use radio because that was Russ's show. But you so know, it's way
0: too well edited to just be a conference call. You can't fool people with that. Yeah, yeah that's well, not but that's I mean, a,
3: a press record, <laughs> is it? That's, that's not but it, but it, made, it makes sense as far as, you know, a bunch of people who, because we weren't around a table, and this is basically how it came out yeah. is that our show, what's so different about our show? Well, our show is different because we're not all in the same place. So let's call it, you know, we were trying to think of names and then somebody just said conference call. This is what it is. We're on a conference call <laughs> with each other. So well, there you go. Bring it back then to give
4: advice to people that want to start their podcast. You know, what advice can we actually give the names? I mean, do we really believe you, that you names? Know, you
0: have two choices, guys. You've got to either put the word game in there if it's going to be about games or films or whatever you want. Or you can not do that. On the one hand, if you put game in there, then you will get more hits. Automatically. Just being called game crazy or something like that. The
2: the, the top tip is to start your podcast name with an A. Because when everyone goes on their iTunes. Yeah, because. (laughs) (laughs) Another gaming podcast. Call it
0: another gaming podcast. That's it.
2: Another gaming podcast. Because you put it with A. When it goes on someone's iPod, when they're born, they can't, they've listened to Giant Bomb, they scroll around, it starts at A. So straight away, you know, they've got you every week, haven't they?
0: But you have to start with a position of strength. If oh, you then... call it another gaming podcast, it's almost a mission. You're like, uh, yes, there are 10,000 of them out there. We're 10,000. <laughs> 000...
2: <laughs> what what, what was, it? was it? Two Hot Chicks or something on the, what was their, their show called?
0: The Most Popular Girls on the Internet. Brilliant!
2: See, that's yeah. perfect. I that's like It that. that. Makes you smile before you listen to it. You think it's super so happy fun time show. There we go.
4: So that yeah. one, it's, like, it's a little ironic
2: that wink. One in it and sounds like them. a child show. <laughs> I've already told you that, Chris. It sounds like it. It's going to have play school references on it. Does. <laughs> <funny.
3: laughs> but I think just come up with something that you find interesting. You know, if yeah. the name doesn't catch you, then it's probably not going to catch your audience. So all the good
2: names are gone. Don't do start select. Don't do anything controller. Don't do Xbox controller. Mm-hmm joystick joy pod you know insert here start somebody's already done that look away from the console don't you
0: know, do don't. insert here that's a different
3: podcast <laughs> but, i mean just take a look at the look at idle thumbs idle thumbs is a great name yeah. for a podcast good. isn't it like i mean just you know come up with something that uh is is uh unique to you and 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 sort of describes what it is that uh so, so maybe helps describe what it is you think the show is about, mm. like or the, the feel of the show. Idle Thumbs. Well, if you listen to those guys, it's great because they, they just they they they're talking about a hobby that they they love to do, and and a lot of them are in the gaming industry as well, so it's it's part of their job, and and I don't know, it just kind of gives that. I, I find that it's a great name for that show because the it, it sort of gives you that uh it encaps it, it encap, it encap- encapsulates, sorry, I'm trying to say that. Well, don't say sorry,
0: I could have gotten rid of the first two, but then you say sorry.
3: <laughs> it encapsulates <laughs> sorry. the, 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 um, oh, I'm trying to think of the word, sorry. Uh, the
0: feeling, the, the ambience.
3: Emotion. It, not the emotion, but it,
0: it it, encapu- it encapsulates, encapsulates the, the emotion. I
3: guess maybe the, maybe the feeling of the show, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like yeah. The thing back. is,
2: while you're talking about this, I've already just thought of 20 good names of podcasts. Like, just be descriptive. Just be two guys on Skype oh. sitting in boxer shorts.
3: <laughs> and for God's <laughs> sakes, don't replace S's with Z's. Or oh, with no, no, noobs. Extreme. Don't put noobs in but, there. Don't
0: leet speak, you can call yourselves. There probably no. is one already.
3: What I would say though is um,
4: that obviously, you know, if you you have a gamers in your jobs and yeah, gamers in your jobs, that's terrible. If you have game in your um in your you know in the name of the show, then that's great. You're going to get a short term game. But I think if you happen, if you're one of the few podcasts that actually you know dedicated, you eventually make it. If you have a a name that doesn't sound like anybody else's, then you're really yeah Mm. you stand out. I mean, who giant bomb. A bomb. Yeah, well the done, Digital I Cowboys, I mean it's got nothing to do with games essentially in the name, but people remember it because it doesn't sound like Gamer X, Gamer X, Gamer X. Not you know, seen so.
0: any other podcasts about games with the word, well with a, with a cowboy font and a cowboy style to it ever, yeah. no one's ever tried it. <laughs> So, yeah. And if they had, they'd probably look at us. You do want a job. refund,
2: though. You don't talk about horses, lassos. You know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> not what it yeah, does. We do used to say
0: things. we are the best video games and film podcast on the net. Because at the time, we were, and I still haven't heard, one single one that managed to balance the two of them.
2: See, if you were if you were a building company, you would actually be quite ironic and funny. I would actually read you up <laughs> on the other pages. Digital Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, they sound good.
0: But here's the thing. As Tony has mentioned several times before, we're British. We're very British. There's nothing cowboyish about we're not us. I'm British. I'm <laughs> um, British, Alex. I hear
2: your show. British. You sound too British. It's, you need to British it down a bit. We're, we're, we're so very British, British. British it down a bit.
0: Can you yeah. British it down a bit? We, we could, need to French it up a little bit. We could, <laughs> I am not Frenching anything up with Tony. Here's the thing that I haven't actually put down on the notes yet. And this actually relates very much to the guy we started our podcast with, Paul. Um, when you start your podcast, Make sure that everyone knows where it's going to start with and and everyone is happy with it. If someone wants to leave, that's fine. It's got to be fine because you cannot do a podcast if you don't really want to do it. At one point, about 90 episodes in, Paul took a step back because it was just becoming too much work because it was a fuck ton of work. And that was the best thing for him. It was the best thing for us because our show got better and better ever since because we were able to focus on things that really did require huge amounts of attention. But
2: also agree. Just- say to somebody, we're going to do this every week. Mm. Yeah. You've got to be consistent. You've got to go be all right there. you still do it every week. That's the most- You can't say, oh, we're not doing it this week because you've got to make time for it and you just say yeah. that, you know, Come hooker, you need to have this podcast.
0: this a week at your peril. Exactly.
2: Yeah. If, you, if you're not there, oh, they finished, them guys? I'll take that yeah. straight off my iPod. You're gone. I'll
0: Doesn't be. work for Robert Ashley. We just we keep him there just forever, <laughs> just in case.
3: Well,
2: yeah. if we <laughs> beg? Please just put another show out. But when
3: it's called first started, we were we were every two weeks. We mm. weren't every week. Yeah. I think I think what you have to do is is just be consistent. Yeah. That's yeah. whatever you're. And if say it, you're it, coming yeah, back so much, in
0: two weeks. That's fine. Be two back. Weeks week. Nice. But don't say two we'll be back next week and then come back in three weeks. Yeah. Exactly. It's sounds.
3: just consistency is all that matters. You don't have to put a show out every day. You don't have to put one out every week. But whatever your time frame for putting out a show is, if you fail to deliver, yeah. you're gone. Exactly. Yeah. You
2: are yeah. and, and also I would say if you're gonna start a new podcast, do it every two weeks because if you're just getting into editing
0: it's yeah, mean, it's going to take you a week or, a or two. It's just to take,
2: just... Yeah, it's going to take you two, quick, two weeks just to figure out how to get the things to line up with each other. Yeah. And why do you sound loud and I sound quiet? By the time
0: people get to your show, you'll be six episodes in anyway. So what's the point of rushing it?
2: Exactly, exactly. And it's anticipation, where if you just keep steaming them out bad every week and not getting good at the edit. And that's
0: very true. I wish gone. we'd done that.
2: I, I honestly think on the 10th show, if you haven't got your recording down and you don't sound reasonably listenable, you're gone. People were patient for them not. <laughs> Really patient.
0: Dude, dude, we we still didn't sound good till about ninety. Yeah, but yeah, but see once
4: again, <laughs> when we kind of reformatted and came back in episode ninety, you know, we. There was a suggestion from you that we should dump, you know, the, the 90 shows that we've done and just start from episode yeah, one again. Yeah, and we were going to be, this like volume two look,
0: or episode one. Aren't look, you right?
4: know, that, all that shows is that we have experience behind us and that we're willing to change our format, that, you know, we're willing to listen to people and say, OK, well, that wasn't the best method. And, you know, we know that. Let's move on. So I always find it interesting when people go, you know, listen to our later shows now, which are a lot better than that middle group of shows. And start talking about them, and they go, "Oh, you did this and you did that." I didn't realise you covered films, and it's it's part of the heritage.
2: It's fine. Who, it's- who does that though? How many shows? How many iPod uh, podcasts? If you listened to, picked up at show eight and thought, "I'm going to go back retrospectively and listen right." Are there. you every kidding me? Every I week, can.
3: yeah, yeah, we get emails all the time, wow. or people posting wow. on our forums that go, "Man, I just started listening to episode uh, episode 120, and then I downloaded all 100 yeah. and something oh, yeah. before that." And I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You're
4: insane. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean this this month alone we've had, and it's not a big number. But we've had 34 people listen to episode one. Oh God. And yeah. it's like, ah. crap. But I mean that means they've they've enjoyed whatever they listen to. Dude, now, how many people listen to um, episode 100? Yeah, hopefully not many. <laughs> 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 a low point for the show for sure. I I, 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 I right broke these.
0: rule number one. I ate pizza for that episode. I was celebrating, on Mike. Mm. Stupid
4: carry on anyway where's the conclusion for this
0: (laughs) well okay right um one of the reasons why people can go back and listen to us is we have tried absolutely our best to make these shows not date yeah to do that we basically have to cover different topics every week and we try and make it not relevant to that particular week so like if bayonetta came out we're like finally we've got the bayonetta review i mean that would be if it was just a bayonetta review episode podcast That would be fine, because it'd be like, right, if you want to know everything about Bayonetta, go there. But if it's, what have you been playing this week? And there's a smattering of a couple of games, and then, like, they're talking about stuff that's happening in the news. (sighs) I, that is so many other podcasts out there. But to that end, I can't go back and listen to two-year-old shows of podcasts and to talk about stuff look, in the news and let's talk about... Same it. here.
2: Same, I can't. We'll also, I, I a want to hear the first special, show because doesn't. I want to hear where they've come from. That's yeah. what I want to hear. I want to say, how did, how did you... Because, oh, you know, that's the envy. You want to go, you sound great now. But what was your number one show like? Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> also, I say uh, labelling your shows as well because, I mean, recently I actually went... I to be honest, I went back through the, um, the Games for the Jobs conference calls, uh, back catalogue, because I was looking through there, just seeing what shows have they covered. I mean, that's well, kind of stealing, I, I guess, but you know, what topics have they covered? And, you know, nicely labelled up, can, we can do that, and that's what we try to do with ours. You know, if you want to listen to something where we talk about the, you know, the history of the Mega Drive,
2: you know, there Are we go. Are you not worried though that by doing that, By giving somebody a menu before they hear the show, they'll go, okay, who's Dominic Diamond? Nah, that's not for me. Are you not – if you just do an open blank cabbage, show 80, it gives them a chance to listen and appreciate you? Do you think giving the menu first – Nah,
0: nah. Tell them what it is, because otherwise – for everyone else who's like, why, well, I wonder what they've done. If they're searching through a list of episode 101, episode 102, they'll be like, oh, I don't know what these are, what are about. about if go, people oh, Dominic Diamond, you. yes, and then well, what click What about
2: up. people that don't listen? What about people that just literally shoved their iPod into iTunes? Why should we, we worry about and people and that don't listen? <laughs> no, I mean, people are sinking yeah, their iPod and just literally into iTunes and go, and then they don't look at iTunes. Well, and yeah, and so, you know, this,
4: this is where, actually, let me. This is something where I think we're very, very lucky because we did eighty, yeah, eighty shows. I guess where yeah. we had sixty-five people listening to us.
0: Yeah. we. God bless every one of you, sixty-nine original yeah, listeners. Thank
4: you. That's a year and a half of sitting here and doing the show, knowing that there's just a bunch of people, and most of them were our friends sitting there listening to us week in, week. <laughs> When yeah. we started out and that was,
0: was good that was like but, but wow, that was fine. 70 people but have never listened to me before i've, I've never know, had 7 people, people listen me. Was
4: amazing but this, this is what i get i think a lot of people start a podcast thinking right we we're, we're going to do this our opinions are that fantastic and we're going to get thousands of people jumping on and suddenly you know people are going to respect our opinions it doesn't happen like that because there's, there's literally thousands of podcasts out there and there's hundreds of really really good podcasts out there Mm. So, you know, I, I think the lucky thing for us is that we did 80 shows where we had such a small audience mm. that, you know, it's been growing incrementally, bit by bit by bit by bit. But Cranging every wheels. time, every time there's a few more listeners, it's fantastic because, you know, we come from such humble beginnings that now that we have that many more, I'm, unfortunately, podcasters will never tell you how many listeners they have. But it's a lot more we than 65, two, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. Chris <laughs> doesn't
2: listen. It? It's me and my wife. That's <laughs> 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 by the way uh, I put stuff in the edit to prove he doesn't listen at the end <laughs> 20, <laughs> like you're not listening Chris you bastard 24 uh, people have downloaded
0: episode 100 in the past month I, thank you people but I'm so sorry. sorry that was not a good show
2: for, for you two though I mean the, the, the thing that I'll praise you again for is the fact that you got to that stage and you tried to improve it how many podcasts do you know which we won't name just carry on doing the same thing week in week out and don't change anything Too many. That's the thing, and they don't even, you feel like saying to them, like, politely, do you know that you're just doing the same thing? You know, when Mass Effect come out, you know, doing a podcast about Mass Effect, week in, week out, week in, I'm at this level now. You know, okay, great, fantastic. That's, everyone doesn't play Mass Effect, you've just killed all that audience.
0: Or Thanks. even worse, talking about sports games, because you can listen to Mass Effect, and you're like, go, oh, that's okay from a gaming point of view, even if you don't really like role playing games or sci-fi. But the second people start talking about sports games, me, and I'd say probably quite a large amount of people who don't usually like to say so, go, because <laughs> <laughs> Christ.
2: Oh, World of Warcraft, that's a good killer yeah. as well. Yeah,
0: we can kill. That's why we never, ever talk about Warcraft. We've some. That,
2: that is why played. we are here. <laughs> the, the the thing I look at, if you if you have your iPod on and you, you press pause and you go and make a drink or you get out your car, whatever you do, mm. and you press play and you've forgotten what they were talking about, then that show isn't any good that's what I think yeah. or so, you don't know where you are in a podcast so then Rob
4: what's your mantra for doing your podcast then is it you know obviously you do
2: cover what you've been playing on
4: there um, as, as much as Steve does but also you yeah, do really intelligent conversations about you know big
3: topics yeah I don't think we really worry about too, about our shows being too dated because uh, you know for example like I said there are people who have listened already to 100 and something uh, <laughs> podcasts uh, and I, I and I won't do that you know it's like mm. uh um, are you kidding me? I won't even go back and listen to all our don't shows. Not the time to do missed. that. Yeah. That's you're well, don't have the Make time, it. but but it doesn't matter whether or not you think your show is going to be dated by whatever discussion that you're talking about because somebody's always going to find it interesting to listen to it anyways, you know? Some people have these 9 to 5 jobs where they're sitting at the computer inputting data and they just need mm-hmm. something to listen to. So, don't worry too much about, you know, dating. I think all you have to worry about is, is coming up with something that uh, is going to be interesting for you to talk about because yeah. if it's not interesting for you, then it's not going to be interesting for anybody else that's listening. So,
0: Rob, uh, I d- I don't include gamers with jobs in terms of the uh, the sweeping statement I made about podcast dating. There, that's uh, you
3: guys. No, but I'm, I'm just saying assumption. I'm just saying that's something that we we really don't worry about. But mm-hmm. I will say that we used to do news bits mm-hmm. in our show, like uh, you know what's up in the news, and we stopped we doing too. that because we were just like we were like you know what thousands of other podcasts are doing that
4: we really don't need to it's not where about i don't think we're concerned about our our show dating at all i I honestly you know we've got so much up in the air about you know this this week's show next week's show the the show the week after you know we try to put out the best show possible and and if it becomes relevant to somebody you know six months down the line then fantastic but it's more about the people that are sitting there you know literally that first podcast for them. It could be their first one. It could be their 50th one. It could be, yeah. we know we've got some people that are still listening from the very first episode. And, you know, you never know. So you need to make sure that that first episode that you put out, not so much on the early days because I you know, I, I honestly don't think that there's many podcasts that start from episode one yeah. and there's their fan base. You know, I think you, you grow into it. You grow yeah. into an audience and the audience grows in, into you. But I think when you get to a stage uh, of, of quite a few years down the line, I, I think you have to put out your kind of your best product every week. Because I mean Alex and me have done this. We've recorded a show, uh it's taken two hours of our time and we've looked at, at each least. other and gone nope uh, not good enough. That was rubbish. <laughs> we literally <laughs> press Delete and said, I'll see you tomorrow, let's do something different, because that topic... We're you, uh, about.
0: We'll just do Uncharted 2, in this case. We yeah. did a whole episode with with Count Stex, we love you Count oh, yes. Stex, but that was crap because his sound quality was terrible, we could yeah. barely hear him at times, there was nothing I could do with that in the edit. And uh, There
3: is nothing worse than recording a show yeah. and, and somebody stops tracks, some. and it's like the most awful, <laughs> god awful tracks, and there are some times where it's just like, you know, there's nothing you can do, and uh you have no time to record another the thing show is, and, yeah and consistency I mean, like i said is super important so we just we clean it up as best as we can and we put it right. out uh but i don't think we've ever recorded a show and said that was crap and let's come back and re-record but Ooh, well we done <laughs> yeah i did well had, no no <laughs> No, no, not that we've recorded a show and thought that was the most, bro- not that every week we record and think this is the best podcast we've done, but one of those things where, you know, we always try to do our best. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes mm. it does. Um, but you just, you know, uh, you you put out what you've got because it's what you've got. And to be honest, we don't have. Uh, all the time in the world to uh, redo every show. It, it would be an insane amount of time to take yeah, yeah. from somebody who has two kids or three kids, you know, and yeah. a job that they have to go to.
0: If you're getting to the point where you are going to have to redo every show, you need to think about format or sort of something <laughs> like that. But, um,
3: if- yeah, we have actually had to do reshows, but it's always been because of some technical
0: yeah. failure. And, that, and that's the thing. You, you said there's nothing worse than uh, finding out the bad sound quality. No, no, no. There's one worse thing. And that's when you finish a fucking excellent podcast and going, that was great, and then you check and it didn't record.
3: Oh, it's the worst! <laughs> that is the worst. You know what?
2: We've never had a bed pod best podcast to do that with. Okay. Justin, Justin McElroy. Oh. Luckily, I had Skype recorder on. His audio broke. Mm. Oh, that was like. Hang oh, on, um,
0: we'll get onto audio in a second. But no, the, our worst one was the one we recorded live at PAX, because you can't get that one back. Oh, yeah. That was us in a hotel room. Time and place. Chris and Kelly Brown, oh. and Elaine, and Dan, and Liz, and Tony, and me, and uh, it was, it was great, and it was such fun, and it was live recorded on a piece of <laughs> shit fucking recording thing which just didn't record in the end. And we, we got did, 10 minutes of that in the end, and that was We so did much.
3: one at Gen Con. We did one at Gen oh, yeah. Con uh, the first time uh, we had our whole crew together, or maybe we had one missing, I don't know. But we were just having a great time. We were sitting in there, and what ended up happening was is we were using a new device to record, and Every it was day. syncing with the laptop. And um, by the time I went to go edit it, it was just unusable and I couldn't believe it and this was days after we had left Gen Con it was just so all of that disgusting. energy
0: is gone and all of that all of it mean. so yeah okay tips for that if you're using new equipment, or even if you're using old equipment, for the love of God, do a test if it's going to be something you can't possibly reclaim. And make sure that the batteries are going. Stop halfway through and listen back and go, yep, yeah, that, that all recorded fine. And you Because know, at least if it's only halfway through, you're like, oh, fuck, we lost the beginning.
2: Do you know what a lot of people do, which I always forget, is they don't use two different programs. Like, in a moment, I've got three ways to record this conversation as we're speaking. All right. If you've a PC's okay install everything, press record and everything. One of them's going to get it in the end. Really? But surely (laughs) they interfere with each other. Of course they don't. Of course they don't. Okay, we're about to get to... Yeah, let's... Now let's, and let's geeky. finish,
4: <laughs> let's finish this up then. Let's, let's you know, there, there's enough there, I think, for people to kind of dig in, whether you've been podcasting for many years or whether you know, you're just starting out to hear some of the reasons how we got in there, some of the tips of when you're starting out, but also, you know, what happens when you're 150 shows down the line and some of the experiences that we've gained through doing that. Sure. So let's actually get on to the more technical geeky stuff, which uh, is recorded.
1: Watch me. A...
0: This one from Savory. What do you need as far as gear goes? Microphones, USB slash firewire interface, mixing board, pop filters, etc. Have you upgraded or changed the equipment as you got better at podcasting and learn what worked and what didn't? And this one from P. Dirks, What audio software do you use to edit and record the podcast? And this one from jukeboxes. I take it you're not in the same place when you record. How do you stop talking over each other or missing what each other are saying? We don't. Do you have an agreed show order <laughs> <laughs> on, what, on what you're going to talk about before the show? We'll, we'll handle that in a second. Hang on. <laughs> right. So editing equipment and, and all of that stuff. We started on pretty much what we've still got, um, and that is we uh, we use Skype to talk to each other, Tony and I, and uh, if we get a guest on, we have to convince them to get Skype downloaded if they haven't already, and it is amazing how many guests we speak to who are like, Skype, eh? What don't even Never heard of
3: it. Never yeah. heard of it. Like, Seriously? Oh, my God. Seriously? Yeah. You don't yeah. even have yeah, Skype. You, yeah. you do realize, though, Alex, that you can uh, pay a yearly fee, mm-hmm. which is very cheap, and you can actually use Skype to call people. Yeah, no, yeah, we do that. The, yeah, the sound quality is never as good. I've Which still is, got £8.73 like
0: $8 Skype credit here. We never use it. We, we only ever use it on the call-out shows when we're trying to get hold of someone to talk about something very specific, and they don't know how to use Skype, and they're not going to learn how to use Skype. But, um, yeah. let See, that's that. the
3: thing is, is you run into those guys, you know, yeah. or those people, I should say, because it's not necessarily a guy.
0: So, yeah, we, we use Skype, and we talk to each other. And let me tell you, Skype is not the easiest program to maintain. <laughs> 'Cause she no. she's quite a harsh mistress, she's fickle, she doesn't uh, she doesn't stay up and sometimes it'll just go beep and then Tony'll take Uh oh and he'll yeah, be at he that point. Though. It's Alex. And basically Tony will just Alex and then he'll see in the chat window Fuck from me. And I will have to stop my PC, restart the whole thing, start it back up again, and then Get back onto Skype and talk to him. But just basically, once it's gone down, to pull it back up again, it's easy just to turn the whole thing off and on again.
4: Yeah, but I mean, that's, that's, I mean, so people understand, I mean, what we're doing here is a, a lot of audio is running down the pipes into Skype and it's having to, to record, to throw a lot onto the hard drive to record all yeah. everyone at one time.
0: So... One of these guys is in Canada, one of these guys, where are you Steve? I'm in the UK.
2: Where um, in the UK? Yeah, oh, I'm on the South Coast. <laughs> Okay, I'm not, so, I'm, kidding, I'm not giving my location. I'll never do. <laughs> oh, okay, what's going on? It, it, really like, live, the, we
0: know he lives in Southampton. Um, it's not <laughs> near Southampton. Just a look <laughs> for a man named Steve Ridley in Southampton. Yeah, okay, I, I've <laughs> posted two. Totally lives in. Never give my name out already. He lives in Edenbridge, which is about 25 miles. Ah, uh,
4: dude, hello. Nice
0: flat. Cambridge Wells, at flat. Now, finish now, and. And so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of information just being pulled into this one particular place. So obviously, it, it will fuck up on you every now and then. You just have to be able to be patient with it and go, okay, we'll stop that one. It, you, it, al- it always banks it because we were called with a, a program named Pamela. Uh, Skype is free. Pamela is, I believe, you have to pay for. Uh, you can get the basic one, which will record 15 minutes. Ooh, 15 minutes, which is a good sort of trial amount of time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, basically, when you pay for it, I think you just pay one time. I think it was like $10 or something like that. And it, it's basic stuff. You press record. It goes, this call is being recorded. And and then you away you go, basically. You've got to fire up Skype first. And, and, then, and then basically, we just talk like, like we are doing now. Um, and then that's really the problem because ultimately, with Skype running, with Pamela running, with at least one um, uh, web browser running, On each of our PCs, because we're all looking at notes at the same time, it sometimes overloads, which is why it just stops. So be prepared for this thing to fuck up on you several times when you start if you're using this.
3: Man, you need a new computer because that should overload. (laughs) (laughs) That is
0: very true. My computer is (laughs) fucking five years old now. Oh Uh, man!
3: Yeah, Yeah. it's important
4: to know that you know we we still pretty much do it rough and ready. Um, You know, a lot of people don't recommend you do it our way because the results actually can come off really hollow. I mean, Skype isn't the the greatest thing for recording. Pamela isn't the greatest thing for taking the recording and saving it onto the hard drive. Um, But I think we are proof that you can actually take these tools. And put out a good quality
2: sound and yeah, show because I it really most well. I am so shocked to know that you do yeah. that because we were, we we have a completely different setup to
0: you. We'll yeah. get to yours in just a yeah. second. Well, let's just finish what, how we do ours as well. Okay. Um, we okay, right? Here is the most important thing: when you get your audio file, if I stuck this up on uh, the the thing I edit on is called Audacity. That's free as well. And I stick it up there as uh, just basically the raw file. I am very loud. I'm a giant, big, blue bar. And Tony, when he talks, is a
4: tiny, little, tiny bar. <laughs> <laughs> that, that almost sounds like me as well.
0: Yeah. It
4: could just be because we softly
0: spoken. It could be more likely the fact that it's recording locally. It's going to record me much louder. Yeah. Um, so what you need is when you've actually finished with the editing, you need something called the levelator.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and this is basically something. You, when you finish your editing on the first version of it, you stick it in the levelator, and that makes all the quiet parts loud and the loud parts quiet. It seems so simple, well, but basically actually, it literally it drags it? the bit, the small bits to bigger. So <laughs> most of the time,
4: there is that the technical term. It drags the small bits and makes them bigger. Bigger. <laughs>
0: it bigger. If I had a, a, a PowerPoint presentation, I could show this. <laughs> Hey, cowboy fans! Alex here in the post edit. I had an idea. Have a listen to what that last sequence would have sounded like without the levelator, and see if you can spot the difference.
4: It's important to know that you know we we still pretty much do it rough and ready. Um, you know, a lot of people don't recommend you do it our way because it, the results actually can come off really hollow. I mean, Skype isn't the the greatest thing for recording. Yeah. Pamela isn't the greatest thing for taking the recording and saving it onto the hard drive. Um, but I think we are proof that you can actually take these tools. And put out a good quality sound and yeah, show because I do it really most... well. I am
2: so shocked to know that you do yeah. that because we were, we we have a completely different setup to you.
0: I am very loud. I'm a giant, big blue bar. And Tony, when he talks, is a tiny
4: little tiny bar. <laughs> that, that almost sounds like me as well. But Boy,
0: basically, actually, it literally drags the bit, the small bits to bigger. So <laughs> most of the time,
4: there is a technical term. It drags the small bits and makes to them bigger. Bigger.
0: It just bigger. <laughs> if I had a, a, a PowerPoint presentation, I could show this. Without that, our podcast would sound like shit because you'd always be, like, turning it down whenever I'm speaking with my big loud voice and then turning it up whenever Tony's speaking. And then our guests maybe have a, a completely different voice in between or even quieter than Tony sometimes. But without the levelator, it would sound
2: shit. Who told shit. you about the levelator? Though? Now, that Tell was
0: me. Matt Fowler, the person who basically mentored me in how to start podcasting. So, he
2: uh, basically, I just did
0: the way he he was doing and uh, I just I brought those skills over to this one.
3: Now, you have to send me a link to this Oh, to level the later. program is amazing. The game is because jobs, doesn't use it. No, I don't. I do it a different way. Oh, dude, wait, <laughs> look, just
0: fin- listen up. Finish listening to yeah. what we're saying, and then you might even reconsider the way you do your things. Because when I started out, for the first maybe 90 shows, I was using a uh, headset mic. And I had the mic was like up close to my mouth like this all the time, and all the Ps and Ts would yeah. pop
3: like crazy. Oh, they're explosive. They're and called plosives. plosives. They and sim- plosive. you get you can get sibilants as well, which is the sibilance. S's. Oh my! Oh, that's... That- that's me, I'm afraid.
0: But basically, if you don't have <laughs> your mouth slightly far away from, from this thing, it's going to sound like shit. Now, I upgraded from that to a really good headset mic, which was like a full sh- a clamshell headphones and a, a USB port and, and, a, and a, uh, a you know proper mic that was not too close to my mouth. And that one was terrible. I don't know what happened, but my voice was deafening for that episode and even the levelator couldn't stop that one it was actually the first episode that chris o'reagan came on our podcast and that one if you listen back to it my sound quality is awful because you can lower the volume on someone but if there's distortion because it's too loud that fucks your entire yeah
2: it's gone what are you using now what is the name of your headset you've got now
0: Uh, see see, i'm just using um some sony stereo headphones just some clamshell ones and these aren't even my first choice i sat on my headphones on the plane back from pax and broke my really nice Senhuxes. he was. Oh, I was furious. But they cost 35 quid, and I still haven't paid out for some more. And I borrowed these from my friend Tom. Thank you very much, Tom. And they're basically just normal headphones with a really long extension cord. And I'm using a Logitech desktop mic. It costs about seven quid. And that is how I get this show sounding so yeah, good. Because I'm about ooh, seven or eight inches away from this thing, and it, it sounds fine. But with the headset mic, it didn't sound all that good. Now, Tony, you're using a headset mic, aren't you?
4: Yeah, I'm using a headset mic. Yeah. And I mean, I I paid about forty pound for it. I mean, it, it could be better. And you know, we That's I know. Your brand. I without taking them off, I'll, I'll look in a little while.
0: But you don't have to pay it. far out the ass. That's yeah. the point for this. thing. No, you
3: don't. I, well, I well, mean, I listen to your show. I to your show as often as I can. And in fact, I just listened to uh, the the cheating one. I think that was your last episode. And um, that was like and, three episodes ago. But yeah, Ian Lee, was it? So yeah. It <laughs> was the last that? one I got on my iPod. I don't know why it's not downloading. But okay. I I. Uh, I listen to it, and it sounds great. Like, I mean, it it's very listenable, you know? Like, that's all that matters is it just has yeah. to be listenable. You just I'm have really a bit shocked.
2: Of I'm really shocked by what you just said, that you, you've you got that set up, because it is a really yep
3: yeah, and Yeah, and that's
4: – I mean, the thing is, we we did sound really bad for a while. We honestly did. And whenever – when we actually contacted um, Rob from Gamers for Jobs here, he, he said, you know, your show is fine in content-wise. But you have got to you sort out. You need out. to do your sound, because I can't listen to it, because the sound is so bad. Yeah. <laughs> And we we're like, right.
0: So I bought went- myself a pop shield. I've still got it. Never yeah, used it, but we uh, went
4: out and bought a load of stuff, and it made it sound ten times worse. Honestly, yeah, we, <laughs> we, we,
2: we, we,
0: that was we, when I bought I, the super duper headset, and that was just it was unbreastable. Yeah, awesome. I've, I've I've your-
2: it. it amplifies everything. I bought but, a Logitech I, one for forty five pounds, and it was a piece of but, crap. It, it
0: crap. could have been something to do with the fact that basically, because it was USB, it it took over the levels on my iTunes and basically just jumped everything up to the max. And so basically I sounded deafening and everyone else sounded quiet. Yeah.
4: But, um, but, you know, we learned from that. So we were like, OK, well, this equipment isn't working. I mean, it's, it's better than what we had. So let's I think now we use a combination of all of that. bits, yeah. And we just worked and worked and worked until eventually the show started sounding good. Hmm. And then now we're paranoid because we're like, well, if we maybe change, we, yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have better equipment. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that. But no one ever comments week, on our sound quality and it sounds fine. So at this, at this stage, we're like, we'll find the setup works. And yeah. I think that's, that's
2: really important. Just yeah, get the if it's, up if the you best. can achieve yeah. it at that, that level, then, then do that. That's the main thing. So yeah. here's the thing. Because
0: we effectively – I record at my end while we're doing a Skype conversation. It all goes to me, and there's no actual messing around with it. But that is not the way that everyone does it. And specifically, Rob, you were suggesting that I do it your way way back in Episode 90, and I haven't still yet attempted it. But basically, you record on multiple tracks, everyone recording at their own end. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, everybody records their why? own. Why? It's the even, way to do it. When, that's why. I even it. when we get a guest, yeah, on, do you have to convince Facebook,
0: them to to get audacity and record it themselves.
3: Yeah, they well, I mean, if 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 they don't, then we just do an interview with them, and then yeah. the interview is one person uh, talking to somebody else, right. and uh, and that's and and. Uh, the the program you use, um, sorry, Pamela, yeah. uh, allows us to get the interviewer on one half of the track and the uh, interviewee on the other half, and then we just split that track up. Yeah. And we, I use them as separate tracks, and I combine them however way I want. Yeah. So
2: if, if you say to the guest, you're going to sound a ton better if you do your own audio. That's that's the, the thing you get it with. You know, do you want to sound good? That's the way you do it.
3: Yeah. And, I mean, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, right? Because I've had problems with some some guests in the past where we think we've got it dialed down right, but then hmm. in the end we get their track and it sounds pretty crappy. Yeah. So I fix it up as best as I can, and then if we ever have them on the next time, we try to fix up whatever the problem was, and it, it gets better, so – but, yeah, recording your own tracks, the way to go. It is the way to go.
2: I was
4: going to say that I think the, the reason we do it, I mean, we've had many people, obviously, every week we try to get somebody on. There and that's a, that's a lot of convincing of other people to record their own tracks and then yep. send us the file and then tell them how to send the file. Honestly, we've had some people who just flat out refuse because they've almost done the same thing with Skype. It's like, uh, can we not just do this over the phone? No, it's, no, it'll it's, sound it's, like ass. It'll sound terrible. And the great thing about, I suppose, just doing it on Skype, we know what the sound quality of that call is going to be because if we can hear what? Skype is recording That's true then Skype is recording exactly
2: if that If they now, sound like ass
0: then I will know that that is what they're going to sound like on my final recorded file Then why
2: but, not do both Get him to do it <laughs> and use Pamela That's What
0: think we probably should Tony <laughs> Okay right here is why I don't because it sounds like a fucking nightmare to edit So yeah. what you t- Rob do you just get like five different audio tracks line them up and then just what do you chop and change it
3: How do you do that well, we usually have four people on, uh, and lately we've we've uh, had three. So we try not to have five because five just makes for a super long show, and we I just don't have the time to do that every week. Right. So, um, so yeah, basically what you do is I rec- we we use Skype. Um, we've used other programs in the past. We've changed several times, but we use Skype, and we actually use a program called TalkBox mm-hmm. to do video. Um, because it, we find that being able to see everybody else is you can actually can see who wants to talk, we can see who wants to talk, and we can you know point to people who need to go next or whatever the case may be. So, um, so. If anybody out there knows any teleconferencing uh, software that <laughs> that is better than TalkBox or uh, Uvu or any of those other ones, please tell us because we want to use one program that does both video and sound mm. because we don't use the sound that we record off of that. All we what we do is is we record it using a program called Cubase, which I got with the mixer that we got, and. I use that as my guide track, so everybody who is on Skype coming Mm -hmm. into my computer is... Uh, recording their own track at home, and then they send me their tracks, and I use the track that I've recorded over the internet. That's like a And base I match up their voices to the guide track, and once I've done that, you erase the original to...
0: guide track, and so well, just...
3: once once the editing's done, I erase it. But I just continually mm. use that because every once in a while, you'll find that their tracks will advance a little bit or, or delay a little bit versus the guide track, just oh, because it's to... so complicated. That's, no,
2: that's clever. That's really clever. It's clever, but it, it you can do a countdown. We do a countdown well we
3: do we do a countdown as well so when I when everybody starts the recording I've already started my recording and then they just mm. count down from five mm. to one mm. they clap at the end so that I can find it because it spikes the track mm. um, and uh, and then it's easy for me to get that countdown to match up and then um, once that's done uh, yeah I just kind of go through it and I listen to the show and I mute the guide track so that I don't have to listen to it but every once in a while I'll unmute it if the Things seem to be off, and um, and that's the way to go. It's a little bit more work, It's because obviously, what ends up Sounds happening like- is, is the more tracks you have to edit, the more time you're going to add to your edit, because mm. you're going to have to be, you know, if you're only editing two tracks, super easy, you've very uncomplicated you can see the spaces where somebody isn't talking but if you have to edit like six different uh, you know four or five different tracks at the same time now you've got to make sure that they all line up and it's not yeah. as and if you difficult jog as one if you
2: jog one it's hard isn't it oh if you, oh, oh,
3: if you one, jog one it just kind of like, like oh where did i mess up oh, yeah, damn. I think you
2: get people answering questions before you've even answered them and that's just yeah and you're like, who's saying it? Which one's saying that? It's, so but
3: I'm very cautious when I edit. And Cubase is great because it allows me to select multiple tracks and cut them all at once. Mm. And if you just imagine, like, if you've never done any, ed- any editing before, I-, I learned on a four-track, like a ribbon, like one of those, like, old machines you used to see with the... Yeah, so I, I was taught how to like cut the tape and then paste and tape it together uh, uh, with the Beatles. Amazing! You <laughs>
0: got well, you gotta, gotta paste it back together again, Con not uh, I, I
3: learned I learned how to do this uh, when I was taking uh, a production class for for theater, and we used to do sound effects and stuff. Amazing. So, yeah. did you do uh, your
2: first podcast in mono? <laughs> no,
3: no, no, no. I've I've never done a podcast on a four track ribbon, but but basically these these programs are, are digital versions of that where every track is like a piece of uh, a piece of tape and you just you have scissors you cut the tape and then you find where the where you want to make your edit and then you stick them back together and you paste them together again so, and so that's Rob,
2: i mean it i i use the same principle you use when you get a point where somebody will say something funny but two people to speak over it how do you find when you debate in which part of the conversation to put in? You know, three people speak at the same time. Someone's got something funny to say. Someone's just laughing. Do you find yourself way in between the conversation? Oh, I think I said something funny with that.
3: Yeah, basically, it's a matter of uh, it's a matter of, like editing isn't just about the technical stuff. It's 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 got an art to itself. And you just listen to the conversation. And if you get to a point where people are talking over one another and you really can't hear what's going on, you have to decide what's what do you feel is the funniest bit or the most important bit that you want people to hear. And there are several techniques. You can you can drop somebody's volume down so that they can still be heard uh but they're not going to um they're not going to you know be too too loud so that you can't hear too it, intrusive. the more important part of the conversation. Uh or you can just edit them all out or you can actually change the way the conversation happened. Yeah, and I've done, yeah, I've done that. i well, You can
2: get the three things to line up. Someone will say something and then have a gap and the next person says something and the next person says something.
3: Exactly. There's a lot of times where somebody says something great and somebody says another thing that's great over top of each other. You want them both, so yeah. you just put one in front of the other and you're like boom, done. That is the beauty
2: <laughs> of having mobile tracks. You can actually, I've done it with Chris. There was one time where and we had a guest on, he said something away from the mic. So I just copied and pasted an earlier conversation. Same thing. Yep. You have that minute, you can pretty much make, I threatened Chris to do it. I'm going to make a whole podcast where he's not there. <laughs> and I'm going to use all his audio. To, I think I've almost got it, you know, every word he's ever used and make a whole podcast without him.
3: Well, so what fascinates me about the Digital Cowboys show is is that you, I know you guys do the seizing the Pamela thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. for example, right now you've got me and, and Steve on the same track. There's really? no way to separate. In fact, you've probably got Tony on the same track as yeah. well. There's no way you're going to ever be able to clean our uh, voices off of each other. But And yet somehow you manage to put together a show yeah. that's both yeah, that's what interesting I was saying, and I was fun and, and great to listen to because
4: i I think part of that makes it organic that you can hear somebody butting and and maybe over speak on it it doesn't always have to be the the cleanest production in the world but i can i I can see what you're saying at the same time that you know that
2: you know separating tracks and and maybe gleaming a bit more information how do you feel rob about taking gaps out in conversation because i often get criticized by my other you know host that he'll talk and because he speaks japanese when he speaks english he'll speak with gaps he'll say like the other day and, and I take them gaps out, unfortunately it leaves him talking for 10, 10 minutes without a breath, you know,
3: how do you feel about <laughs> <laughs> I used to be very uh I used to be very oh, what's the word to describe it? OCD uh, about gaps and about uh, breaths and stuff like that, but I found you just have to find a natural rhythm to the conversation and the, the best way to add it is to try to maintain that rhythm so if somebody does screw up it's important to edit out that gap and then bring the the good parts of the conversation together Mm. but to try to maintain that rhythm and just sometimes i have to listen to the same 10 seconds three or four times and but i'll do that and yes soon and what i do is is i won't look at it if i if I find I'm having a problem uh, uh, editing a certain bit and it just doesn't sound right, what I'll do is is I'll I'll nudge it and finesse it and then I'll just start listening to it with my eyes closed so that I don't actually see the edit but I just hear it exactly I do the as same it,
2: thing I did the soon thing. as it,
3: as soon as I hear the best version of it it's
2: done and I move yeah. on when it sounds okay. natural that's what it is. Do you, can you spot a cough and an erm um and an R ah in in a waveform now?
3: I can see
0: er easily. I could point to an er right now.
3: Yeah, and er starts off really fat and then tapers off. (laughs) That's so sad, isn't it? (laughs) 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 And I hate when people do it a lot. Like, there are times where... You can't help it, though. From, uh, yeah but, but people you know
4: have what, never done podcasting before we've had this time and time again they come on they're nervous they're not sure what to say and you, your body you can't help but just go uh, uh, everybody uh. Does. and every, every single person we have on the show we, we take them through just a routine it's like right pretend you're just talking to two mates that's all, and, and that's how Absolutely. quite often we get an organic flow is just say look you're not recording a podcast you're just sitting down you're talking to two mates and that's it and i we most of the time that stops the errors you, know, you get them quite early on but
2: They relax eventually. People do
4: comment on
0: how we are able to get a a certain kind of uh, honesty out of people and and, and people do relax around us eventually. I think we're just, it's because we're so pally with each other and we're so kind of informal. I mean, we're, we're professional but informal, so that kind of gets people sort of relaxed. If you're not relaxed yourselves, no one's going to be relaxed and it's going to be very uncomfortable to
3: listen to. So, I yeah, think nothing's worse than listening to somebody read something off of a piece of paper. You can hear it in their voice. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, say, yeah. scripting some, an entire first show. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah but here's the <laughs> thing. Some people, some people can do that. I know somebody, for example, who if you were to tell them to uh, just sit there and talk to you conversationally, you're just going to get ums and ahs and Whatever mm-hmm. you can imagine.
0: I don't um, want to fucking poke you, us with them.
3: <laughs> if you if you if you leave them by, but they'll eventually get better. You know, it's about comfort. Comfort level is is it's all. All what about repetitive and, words?
2: That That's the thing it's hard to do. When someone will still listen to your podcast and they'll say, last week you said Pacific. you know three times. How do you get rid of that? Because the more you think about not saying it, the more you say it. But I have the had to cut you out, it.
0: you know, uh, and, uh, no. uh, uh, you know. Uh, uh, you know uh, uh, we
3: everybody.
0: We just uh, <laughs> uh, um, sort of thing, kind of thing. Blah, blah.
3: See, or you like. Know. Like is, a, uh, know, maybe it's a North American thing, but a lot of times people will say like, like, like you know, like, you know, like, and like. you're, oh, my God, well, stop and, saying like. <laughs> let, sort of thing.
4: let me let me ask you a bigger, more rounded question on this. Do you think people actually care? The the audience, do you really think that they care that people aren't going, uh, uh, or is it due to do yes. just the production value of it free-flowing? If, if, if people say,
2: oh,
0: a, uh, a lot, then it sounds unprofessional. Yeah.
3: Full I'm full. saying you don't have to cut every, uh, out. But, but if, if it's, There comes there's a, a time where if there's like three us and within five seconds or ten seconds of each other, it destroys your credibility, I think. You realize, it's not, I, like a buffoon. You do you realize Alice
4: is gonna take all those us out and you're just gonna have that conversation that makes no sense whatsoever.
0: I'll, I'll leave that in. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is the, gonna be the most weird self-aware kind of edit I've ever done, because I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> leave that in? Or do, I, do, I, do, do I leave that in as a perfect pod. example? Or out, I, end
4: in out. Let me tell you something,
0: folks. It is- amazing how much we've gotten away with over the past couple of years just (laughs) just because of my masterful editing it's simply because there has been so many fucking like two hour atrustmases of shows we just uh (laughs) uh, um sort of thing kind of thing but if you just cut out the crap it's amazing how much interesting what people can say is while they're sort of going uh um uh, and then there's long pauses and then we go should you do that again uh you were talking there sorry Okay, you know, Alex,
2: that you need Tony because you, you've just okay. gone on a spin. So I want to know what uh, microphone Rob uses. That's what I want to know.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, I'd, let's get back to that in a second. But let's just finish up on but you, about editing. I, I wasn't finished. No, let <laughs> get up. <laughs> get, you can get up. You just, like,
0: well, I will edit the shit out of that. <laughs> That's not going to be in there. Okay. <laughs> but you can basically get away with anything. If you listen, when you're, when you're editing, listen to it and basically just imagine in your head that the stuff you want to hear is in blue, and the stuff you just did not want to hear or didn't need to hear is in red. And then you just go back and you listen to everything twice. Because yeah, basically, but- if, if, you, if you need to listen to it twice, something needs to be cut out. But- so you go back, you take out the stuff that sucks, and it is amazing how easily you can get one word to flow into another, as long as there's a little bit of a gap, a little bit of a pause. And, you know, just the way people talk, unless they don't use full stops, and if they just talk and run on sentences like this and over and over and over again, then... It's actually really quite easy to just edit stuff out but it takes so
4: much But the, work. the trick is not to get in that situation in the first place because I know we've done shows together and you've gone and I've gone, Well, that was alright, I suppose in the edit it will come out clean, you've gone, Oh, for God's sake, I've got to fucking edit the thing <laughs> And you've got really annoyed at me. I'm like, Well it's see, and so this is the fine. problem so
3: you don't get to that point. This is the problem with editing a show the way you guys do unless you got uh, just the two of you on the show mm. there really isn't a lot that Alex can do in order to make it sound great and it's going to take him a lot of time in order to figure out what he needs to cut what he needs to save if you record on multiple tracks <laughs> and you have several people talking <laughs> at the same time you can just you can although it's a bit more work as far as having to do the whole show what's going to end up in uh, is you're going to find it easier to go okay you shut up you're out you you stay in, I'm going to drop I, your level. I don't
4: want to give Alex that kind of power. And it's perfect. Yeah, it would just be the Alex show,
0: it really would. And then his friend Tony turns up at the last 10 minutes. <laughs> goes, oh, right. Actually, what, what <laughs> I, that I, is I'll, not what I want. Because here's another thing, and you will, in podcasting, you folks might learn this over the, the years, there is a certain etiquette that comes with, le- with, with, with uh, podcasting. That when someone needs to speak, there'll be a little bit of a... Oh, sorry. Yeah. And you can just cut time. that bit out. We do it all the time. You, yeah, you have no idea long. how many times Tony totally really started funny. something, and I've gone... what well, No, sorry. What were you going to say, mate?
3: This and, is the way we do it on our show, especially yeah. if you have a guest. I say... If you've got something to say and you're close to being finished saying it, and somebody else tries to start and uh, talk over top of you, you steamroll them. You do not let them get in on the conversation because I can always yeah. go back and edit them out of that conversation, <laughs> and it'll be like nobody's ever. It'll be like you were never interrupted yeah. in the first place because I hate nothing. There is nothing worse than having a bunch of people recording no, their own uh. tracks <laughs> and and people going <laughs> oh and, and talking over each other and then and then. Oh, a three-minute conversation of,
2: oh, I'm sorry,
4: you go. No, I'm sorry. No,
3: I'm sorry. Oh, no, screw you. I'm just going to go. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look,
4: everyone here is looking at from their point of view of editing shows because Alex does the editing, Rob does the editing, and Steve does the editing. I'm the only one here that has nothing to do with the editing whatsoever. Editing. Lucky bastard. And <laughs> I had this conversation with Alex a, a little while ago about how... I have to have a lot of faith. I mean, this is, if you're, if you're just starting a podcast out and you're the one not editing and you're on the show, uh, you have to have complete faith. You're that placing the person,
0: your voice in someone else's yeah, hands.
4: that is, that is doing the editing is going to treat you respectfully because there is, Plenty of stuff that Alex could just take out. If he doesn't even, you know, agree with my opinion, he could take that out. <laughs> and I mean, honestly, I, 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 I used to listen back going, did he take that out? Did he take that out? Because we had a big argument over it, and he doesn't. And that is really important to have faith in your host, the person who's editing, to actually, you know, be there and go, well, no, this is fine. I'm going to edit this in. Now, occasionally, Alex does some fantastic editing. On other times, <laughs> occasionally. Not Not so much, and it's you all but you've also got to have that that person that stands there and says, "Look, you know I don't like this section. you know can we either not do that again or can we take this bit out
0: like the other um, week we did uh, you talked yeah. about Silent Hill shattered memories for uh, about twenty minutes, and we just yeah. finished up, and I went, You know what, we don't do that, no. and you agreed, yeah." Exactly. so it didn't end up in there
4: so it's very important if you're the one not doing the editing that you do have faith in the person that is your editor and not necessarily question what they're actually up to because you know it, it <laughs> brings a lot to the show
1: along the avenue of hope the footsteps falter the fingers grow and the days stretch out beneath the sun No one's born, no one dies No one loves, so no one cries And we wait to see just what we will
2: become I still want to know what microphone Rob's got Rob,
4: yeah, well, Let's Rob, get back to that
2: then Let's get back to yeah, the so a few guys have got
3: Yeah, I mean, uh, our setup is crazy Yeah uh, most of us have the studio projects B1 which is a large uh diaphragm cardioid condenser microphone with shock mount <laughs> nice. it's basically nice. it's one of these things where you you'd probably see these in a studio but they they only cost well i'm looking at it right now uh, 120 bucks yeah. um, so about $240 in the uk so um 120 bucks and I mean these are, this is not the most top of the line large condenser mic you can get, but this is going to put you in a position where you're going to have a really nice sound quality. Mm. The problem with these mics is they pick up almost absolutely everything and you need a mixer capable of providing the power the mic requires. Mm. Wow. Uh, so the, it's not going to, you know, plug directly into computer. However, there are Large condenser microphones out there that can plug directly into the computer uh, they're coming out now more and more often because podcasting is very popular so um, for there's I've i haven't a, actually ever I've tried got a it.
2: snowball mic that's what you need that is the cheapest yeah. microphone to get, which is a condenser mic, and it's also an atmosphere mic if you want it to be. You have a yeah. you can change the direction it records it's got three settings and it's like in the uk seventy quid. I mean if you're gonna do it seriously, what's seventy quid?
3: You're talking about the blue snowball mic?
2: The blue the blue mic snowball mic is,
3: yeah. is fantastic. Absolutely Which fantastic. Which is a hundred bucks, right? Yeah. So it's yeah. uh, at least in the States it is. And and uh, I know uh uh Laura Crager uh who's uh, started to join us on the podcast, that's what she bought. Yeah. And uh it sounds really, really nice and it's not that expensive, plugs directly into your computer. There's it's another right one called stand. the Samson. C01 uh, I believe is what it's called and that's um I believe that is a uh USB mic. If yeah, not that's the then
2: the GPD uses that's a really good mic. That's a really Yeah,
3: if if it's not it's it's something similar to that one and uh, that one's like 79 bucks. So there's lots of options out there. I think Julian for example just bought a large diaphragm condenser mic for $50 and it sounds great and it it's just the, the difference between the voice quality is going to be insane. But for these types of mics you need a pop filter because yeah. you are going yeah. to get your you're gonna get that popping sound every time All you a piece and B. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it's the
2: bass you get. That's what you get. It's you know, you record on a headset mic, that microphone is tiny. And for ages I had to like increase our bass, especially on Chris's microphone. He kept saying, oh, I sound really tinny. It's like, well, you sound like that in person, so I don't want you on about. And he's like, more bass, more bass. I'm like, you're going to sound like, you know, Barry White, but you just get more bass and there's more of a depth feel to it. That's different.
3: Well, you get a more natural tone because it's able to, it's able to capture all the mid tones, the bass and the high end. And, uh, in fact, I'd say for, for podcasts and stuff, you don't, you want you don't want very much high-end. You don't want it completely uh, gone, but if you're catching too much high-end in your uh, voice, you're, you're going to start getting that sibilance that I was talking about earlier, and it's going to just sound really harsh on the ears, and you don't want that. And so it records
2: everything as well. That's the trouble. So you have to make sure you've pretty much got a, a soundproof room because it will pick up everything.
3: Aha! Uh-huh. Well, there is something actually that I just... My brother, who is a musician, uh, he sent me a link... <laughs> Uh, and I should probably send these to you guys.
2: If so you've you got soundproof sounds. foam or a blanket, that's it. You, you've gone way off the scale.
3: <laughs> there, no, there is this do-it-yourself uh, sound box that you can make yeah. um, that allows you to uh, – basically, it's, it's just big enough to sit uh, one of these microphones inside. And it will cut out a ton of the room noise. I haven't tried it myself. I'm going to try it. But uh, it's very easy to make. They're collapsible. You can put them away after. And uh, it's got some soundproofing foam in there. But I think you can use, like, uh, mattress foam that you can buy at, like, any store. You can buy a soundproof
2: um, blanket, can't you? That's quite good. And you can make an A-frame out of, like, you know, if you've got co-hangers, you can make a, a soundbox pretty cheap. But, <laughs> yeah, but that's, you that's pretty
3: that's really technical. I mean, this little box is, it, it, you buy them for like 10 bucks. It's like a, a cloth box that has some sort of rigidity to it. And then it folds and collapses in on itself. But then when you unfold it, it's this little box. You stuff the foam inside on uh, all... Five ends, and you talk through the open end, obviously, and it just, it's supposed to just be phenomenal. It's like recording in a sound booth without actually having a sound
2: booth. But the, the pressure you're giving your other host because like, um, <laughs> me and Chris forget when he's in Japan, I was like, look, I'm really pissed off. If it's editing time, that's what it is, Alex and Tony, it's edit time. If you, mm-hmm. if you have to silence buzzes, if you'd be really lucky with it, but if you have to do that, and you're adding to your edit time, when you get a clean recording, which you have to do nothing with, Sometimes you don't even have to level eight with. It takes the edit time out of the – you save, you know, what your uh, personal time is against your financial gain. Seventy pounds, if you do 80 shows at four hours at edit, that's a lot of your own time you don't have to do anymore. That's the basic thing. But it's the peer pressure for everyone else to get their well
4: then I mean, that, that's what I was going to say. I mean, what we're talking here is is fairly high-end stuff, I and mean, maybe it's something that Alex and me should look into a bit more, but like I say, I think we're paranoid that somehow we've got it sounding right, and if we touch anything, it will fall apart.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to step which, on your, um, yeah, your which, awesome sounding kit here, guys, but Logitech Analog Desktop Stick Microphone with 3.5mm yeah. jack, 4.99 well, on Amazon.
3: Yeah, well, I, you know what? Whatever works, works. It works, right? that's yeah. right.
2: If, if, if I had that quality with the setup we had, straight away i'd be happy with it yeah you're right it's not well, i've
0: good. never actually encountered any situation where i've been like wow our, our, our sound quality sounds sounds terrible
4: well apart I, from I, i'm actually chuck norris behind this mic and i sound a bit tinny but you know but, but i mean a, a little tip for
2: everybody who's using a headset you could I use a, a better mic tony t- 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 Turn your headphones down because you'll get microphone bleed into the headset. Yep. Put the microphone away from your mouth, line it up with your nose so you're not breathing into it because you can't stop yourself breathing. I mean, Rob, do you find that when you record with a proper microphone is you forget to, that you're near a microphone and you'll tend to walk away like this? Where's a headset? No, I'm very likely walk away from it. Sit yeah, down when podcasting.
3: Ca- <laughs> I'm very cautious about that, but I, I there are people uh, that we've recorded with who just yeah. aren't. Because and when you have a headset thing, you just,
2: can walk around, can't you? <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly, but, uh you know, so you got to, you know, microphone technique becomes important um, uh and all that stuff, and sometimes, you know, you screw up, but I'm usually pretty cautious just because I've had to, I've been doing this for so long, so it's something that I just kind of, it's ingrained in me. And I'm not saying that every guest that you have has to have something like no, this. I like mean, it's difficult. it's difficult
2: for these guys because they have guests on, like you've got, who, like you say, over the phone. So your audio is going to be such a cro- contrast to their audio. But mm-hmm. if they're a guest, you can forgive them, can't you, for that mm-hmm. section?
3: And people but, you know, always do. People always yeah, forgive the guest oh, he was, quality. It
2: sounded great. It was so nice just to hear him, you know, whereas it's yeah. you every week. You're not going to forgive you unless you come up with gold topic every week. It's, yeah, you don't sound great. The topic wasn't good. I'm um, You know, I'm done with this now. Sort of thing.
4: But, I mean, the, the problem here is that we're talking about, obviously, I mean, 70 pounds, a big deal. But there's a lot of people that start up podcasts that, yeah. you know, yeah. but they don't even know whether it's going to get past 10 episodes. So yeah. I, I think you have to start off small and build into if something you, like that. But If it's, you need yeah, to start from point. the start.
2: Someone someone told me and Chris from the very start mm. get good microphones. We were like, I'd be stupid. We're not paying to spend in more than this money. So we both went out and bought three different pairs of headsets like Alex. One was crap. One was worse. You didn't take that back, did you, Alex? They're now sitting in your cupboard somewhere,
0: aren't the they? The USB one I sold because it was perfectly well-functioning, but yeah. it was more for yeah. sort of gaming or something like that.
2: But I spent more on headsets than I did the microphone I bought. Mm. And I spent hours, you know, saying to Chris, oh, man, you've got a buzz in this week's headset because every time <laughs> you put a headset on, you're changing the space of wherever your mouth is and mm. where where the microphone is because you're moving it around and you scratch and you move and you can't take <laughs> it out. But the microphone, is on a stand, it doesn't move.
0: I will say a uh, choice of headphones is very important because you've got to feel like you're, your people you're talking to are in your head because if you're straining to hear them because you're using crappy headphones, oh. then you'll shout. But... That, that.
2: but Turn your headset down. Don't, don't have it blurring. That echo you get from podcasts is where yeah. their headphone yeah. is bleeding into but the mic. This, this oh, is sure. what I so Obviously,
4: look, we've talked about obviously, the equipment we need, how to sit this down, and what recording equipment you need. But let's talk a little bit about actually what people do on podcasts. I and mean, we we covered oh. it a
2: little bit early on. Can I, can I talk about my, um, how I edit? I'm the only one that has it. Yeah, go for it. Sorry, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I mean, you use, you use, um, Cubase. I use, I use three different stages of things I do.
3: Oh, I, Cubase is my, is my final, like, that's where I edit the show, but I use Audacity. I use, uh, a lot of different, uh, filters and stuff to clean the audio track. It's complicated.
2: (laughs) I mean, my podcast has three stages. We both record in Audacity. I edit in Audacity because I've got it hotkeyed now for silence and delete, so I can do that quickly on the spot. And I know how to use it, that's the thing. I then turn that into Wave like you guys do, put it through Levelator. Don't levelate music, it doesn't work with music.
0: Yeah, no, you got to just do it with the audio to begin with. Don't
2: levelate music because it works Put music. I then take that file, and I put that. My final is MixCraft, which is PC version of GarageBand, where you can add effects, music, and it works with Wave. The great thing about that program is you can tell it what size you want the file to be. Oh. At the end. You can say I want this file to be this size and it would change all of the settings to make it sound like that because That would be awesome. I wish I could do Don't that. put a two giga wave on iTunes because they won't come <laughs> for it written, you won't get it downloaded.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. nobody will. You're gonna to have to send me a link to that because I've been looking for different yeah, uh we'll put the links I channels. mean the way the way um the way I do it is, is we record. Everybody records on Audacity or some other program that they decide to use. I get all the tracks. I then use Audacity to clean the tracks because they got a great uh, filter on there for cleaning the track. And um, and that's the other thing too. Usually when we record, we have a moment of silence, about five to ten seconds, where nobody breathes into their mic, nobody is near their mic, nobody fidgets, nobody moves, and I just record what the, the room sounds like. Yeah. Because then you can eliminate the room noise mm-hmm. from be the track. very
2: careful with that function audacity because it's not a noise removal there's no such thing as a noise removal that will take a tone away if somebody's got the same tone which is sometimes happening as a fan yep. in that, that room <laughs> it will take that out of their tone and you'll get a robot voice happening you'll get
3: a role i mean but it that's does what it's it,
2: eliminate you know it's eliminating tone it's not eliminating sound it can pick up that frequency and it'll take that from the whole edit.
3: Like it's very key. rare. It's very rare that somebody has the same tone as a yeah. uh, root noise. And mm-hmm. I find that that's I'm how able I to
2: speak. Clean. I speak like a fan.
3: <laughs> <laughs> i mean able to clean the tracks very successfully using that. Um, and then once I've cleaned them, I put them in Cubase, uh, which is where I record all my stuff anyways. And uh, that's where I do all my editing. Then I edit the show without any music, without... Any sound – uh well, sound effects usually I put in uh, if I have them. And then once I'm done that, I compress it into a WAV file so that it's a stereo track, and then I go back, and then I add my music. And yeah, good
2: once, stuff. same here, and because th- you can do that to a, a file like that, can't you?
3: Exactly, and it's just so much easier once you've got all those tracks – like down to a stereo version to put in the music. You don't want to do it when you've got four or five tracks you're still trying to edit. It's
2: And the thing about having four tracks is it can crash. Like with Audacity, when you put four tracks into it, it's very sluggish. The one thing I was going to say to you as well...
0: Oh my you, God, four tracks? It's sluggish. Yeah. If, if, d- if d- d- hang d- on, hang on. I've got a show. thing to say, you damn interrupting, you're steamrolling <laughs> me. <laughs> do you know uh, Fear of Nothing in Las Vegas style one I did the other week, the the marathon? Yeah, game marathon. Thirty seven tracks on Audacity. Wow. What? By the end, I could not move it. Yeah. And that's how we ended <laughs> up the first version of it died. Basically yes. it just cut out a whole bunch of us talking. There was a ten minute stretch where it was just a Bob Dylan song.
3: But why why <laughs> why do you have thirty seven tracks? That is a good them. question,
0: my friend. I don't know. It got out of hand.
3: Because when I edit when I edit my show uh, when I'm talking about four or five tracks, it's because every voice has its own track. Hmm, I yeah. don't, and then I have an effects track where I put all my sound effects. Yeah, okay. um, and if I need to separate uh, separate effects for whatever reason, they overlap or they're different volumes, hmm. then then maybe I'll add another one. But I try to keep it very simple. Like 37, that's inc- that's the crazy. thing. Is, the
2: 37. Thing is seven. <laughs>
3: I mean, I, I, edit our
2: show in sections for the sheer fact that Audacity crashes. So what I'll do is, and it actually makes it easier to add music. I'll, I'll do the start of the show. I'll close that down. So what I'm actually doing is get, making the file smaller and smaller to the end. I've just got 10 minutes to edit. That way, if it crashes at any point, I've got three saves. So I've got a, a wave version of the intro, the wave version of what we're playing, the wave version of the news, the wave version of the ending. Then I'll take all those files and I, I know see. where the gaps are then to do it. If you, if, I, if you take it out of Audacity and drag it into Mixcraft, the great thing is a Mixcraft, I've actually got, you can have five channels. I can have one channel, where it's just all echo. You can add acoustic sounds, I can make it sound in a room, I can add whatever I want yeah. and drag sections of the file I want to be echoed into that and put my music below it.
0: You, you got to show me it. this. Come to my house and show mix,
2: me this. MixCraft's excellent. It's just the trouble about MixCraft is it, it's it's that one step above editing. And, exactly. But you can do so much with it. It is the garage band for the PC. So, and it's just that file size. Chris used to hate it because I used to give him a file. It was a gig. And he'd say, what would I do, do with that? that? How do I put it on iTunes? <laughs> <laughs> and you need
3: 49 see, when nine down, megabits. When I mix down my show, uh, I use uh, just a free program called CDEX. And I just... I do constant bitrate because I've had problems with variable variable bitrate uh, recordings on iTunes. I don't know if they fixed that yet or not, but I just go 80 kilobytes per second. Whatever the show file size I get is what I get.
2: Yeah, see, I always we always make it 59 because you've got the big show. The one thing I was going to say to everyone, if you're using Audacity and Skype, only run that. Turn iTunes off every time iTunes... Yes. Download your favourite podcast, that will affect your Skype, your Skype lag.
0: We had someone playing Warcraft one time while. (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly he was going all fuzzy and we were asking, are you okay? Uh huh in fact and Paul shame on you went off and started yeah. singing Sing Star well
4: that's okay. that's the point when we knew that uh, you know Paul would as funny, left the show when uh, I was sitting there and, and I happened to have the Xbox Live page open you shouldn't
0: it. have done that anyway yeah, but
4: yeah. I know I, sh- I shouldn't have been doing that but then Paul shouldn't have been playing Blinking Lips and that was Rock Band 2 <laughs> wasn't it? It was
2: like
4: Paul jumped on light and said Paul is playing Rock Band 2 I'm like but he's Paul 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 yeah. no gone. oh God.
0: And that is all from us this week. Join us in six days' time for our conclusion to how to start a podcast. I'd just like to say a massive thank you to our guests, Rob Borges and Steve Ridley, and dedicate this episode to Elaine Stryker of Some Other Castle, her husband Dom, and their brand new baby, Nathan. Best video game baby name ever. The favors, but if you really
2: love me, you would have in my world. Well, you're just as I presume, you're whore in cheap clothing,
0: king up all I do.
4: <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that was Paul's rendition—oh, rendition! Uh, rendition that was
0: horrible sounding. That was uh and <laughs> Cabria's "Welcome Home," very much
4: <laughs> ala Paul. Thank
0: you, folks. Another digital, digital Cowboys exclusive. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>
1: I was over in Australia uh, during Easter, which was interesting. Interesting to note they celebrate Easter the same way we do, commemorating the death and resurrection of Jesus by telling our children a giant bunny rabbit (laughs) left chocolate eggs in the night. Now... I wonder why we're fucked up as a race anybody anybody got any clues out there where do you get this shit from you know why those two things you know why not goldfish left lincoln logs in your sock drawer you know as long as we're making shit up go hog wild you know at least a goldfish with a lincoln log on its back going across your floor to your sock drawer has a miraculous connotation to it Mommy, I woke up today and there was a Lincoln log in me sock drawer. That's the story of Jesus. Who comes up with this shit? I've read the Bible. I can't find the word bunny or chocolate anywhere in that fucking book.